Everything from overlanding in your stock rig to full-on LS-powered two buggies on stickies. This is the Total Off-Road Podcast. I'm your host, Steve. And I'm Ian, and we are here for episode number 45. 45. 45. Yes, sir. Here's the asterisk. Talk to me. We have both now consumed 12 <laughs> ounces of Red Bull. Like 12 ounces a piece. And if you're a patron... You got the inside scoop. You you could, I guarantee you. Yeah, you know. Uh, if you're not on Patreon, you would know what that sound was if you were there. So just uh, let you know that we'll get to that later on how you can find us, but you should be there. Um, so, yeah. Anyway, I really think they can hear a difference in me talking from the start of that to the end of it after consuming 12 ounces. Of I Red would Bull. think certainly uh, in about something, 24 minutes. I need to drop something because the numbers are getting too high. Okay. Okay. We're going to need people to stop listening right now. I got to catch you before your little goldfish attention span runs out. Well, mine's already gone. I know. Are you ready? Yes. There are 40 some people in the queue to get in the trail riders, bro. It, I looked hold at on. it the other day. It was I know. high. Now, hold yep. on. A lot of those are invited by other people. If you've invited friends to the to the trail riders page, call them out, call them out and get them to answer the questions if they want to get in. If they don't want to get in, not a problem. I'm not going to worry about them. Secondly, there are about almost a dozen, maybe 10, 8, 10 of them in there who have added themselves in like they've added themselves and not answered the questions. I have messaged a handful. How does that work? Sometimes oh, they, answer. Okay, I get you. Never mind. Like, yeah, they they uh, subscribe to the group, but didn't answer the questions. Yep, fuck them. That's fine. But I, if I, if you're listening to this podcast and you're wondering why you're not in the Trail Riders group, it's because you've not answered the questions and you've not seen my message. You're trying to take it the nice approach. I understand. I want the listeners to get into the Trail Riders group <sighs> if they want to be in. You can lead a horse to water, but you can't make a drink. That's fine. I just want to let them know that the water's on the other side of the questions. Okay. Okay. <laughs> answer the question exactly um i mean if you want in if you don't want in no problem don't answer the question just keep listening to the podcast somebody's like well i clicked add and i don't really want in so i'm not gonna answer questions <laughs> so fuck like, this podcast. Yeah, they're like fuck you but hold on i want to send the invite just so i'm like yeah on I'm, the queue here but i'm not in you know it's like some guy standing at your front door like no i don't want to come in i'm good so we got some things we got some things this week we got new patrons. Oh, really? Do you know the new patrons? I think you know all of yeah, the new patrons. Yeah, we discussed them. In the Patreon section. Section. Yeah. In the in the audio. Yes. So, the guys that did not make it in last week, before the cut, Monday evening. Steve Mason. What? Dude, he went wheeling this weekend. I know. Fucker. Went to Roush Creek. Lucky folks. Um, Trevor Torrens. Which is, uh, what is it, Pancake? Waffle? I don't know. He's going to change exchange? his name to Open Open. And open he's open. forever going to be known <laughs> open, as Open Open XJ. Open Open XJ. Because <laughs> fucking America. Yes. Uh, and then uh, Mitch Kanak. We all know who that is. It's the guy with the red JK that can't stay out of the throttle. Gets down. <laughs> he gets rowdy. So we were watching some videos and stuff from the last weekend or the other weekend's trip. Yeah. And my wife goes. That guy is not afraid to just hit no. everything. It's like, it just, it like just it. goes. And I'm like, hell yes. Yes. Very comfortable in that, Jake. I love it. And last but not least, a Rick. 
Davis. Mr. Crawler. Crawler Offer. Is it Mr.? Which one's Mr. Crawler Offer and which one's Mrs.? Well, <laughs> uh, TBD. <laughs> now our so partnership is in jeopardy. So, uh, next topic TOP10 may no longer yeah. work on that, that site. Code has been denied. <laughs> and you're banned from their website. <laughs> Sorry, you, you can't play here. Any yeah, longer. you're gonna have to go elsewhere for your <laughs> yeah, products. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> can you send us all your recovery gear back? Yeah, you can't have that anymore. We're gonna need a refund. <laughs> anyway, repo their robes. Thanks everyone for jumping on the Patreon. We really appreciate your contributions to this podcast, and it is helping tremendously. So we're excited that we are now north of a hundo, making things happen. Yes, we're gonna start putting that towards swag merch uh things to make this podcast better giveaways yes what i else? like giving shit away me too like it and i enjoy it i was thinking about how much fun it would be if you were a multimillionaire. just give shit away yeah you just like walk up to somebody and you see somebody having a hard time whatever just hand them a hundred thousand yeah like does this make your life easier even just a grand oh yeah whatever like yeah grand hundo just like oh yeah your groceries let me buy this for you yep it'd be awesome I would enjoy that. Quite that would be a lot of fun. Make my day. Where do I get that kind of money? Uh, I was thinking about start that today. A podcast. I was thinking about that today. Like if I was like big famous, like like uh, like we've talked about before, like Kanye famous. Oh, that'd be cool. Yeah, that'd be fine. That seems like he makes plenty of money or whatever. Yeah. You you get that kind of money. Like you get big money. Fuck You're making. You, you get fuck you money. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, man, if I had fuck you money, what would I do? I'm like, well, did I give shit away today? All day? Today we were working at the. My dad had an extra asphalt. In his trailer. Mm-hmm. And so we patched all the holes at the China King in there in St. Joe. Uh-huh. And I was like, man, that's awesome. Like, but if I had like fuck you money, I just come in and pave the whole fucking parking, parking lot. lot. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Con- just because I like you. Concrete the parking just lot. Just because you're nice. You're nice people. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Concrete the whole parking lot. Let's come in and concrete the whole parking lot. They just like one day show up. And there's people out there just jackhammering their asshole out. Like, what like, what the are you shit? doing? Yeah. Don't worry about it. I got you. I got you covered. Re like revamp the entire building. I think, okay. it'd, be, I think it'd be awesome. What else you need? Yeah. <laughs> Next. That'd be awesome. That would be the fun fight. Find fun I'd have some cool rock bouncers and shit too. I'm well, not yeah, gonna lie, but yeah. I feel like if you get on that level of like giving stuff away like that, like things will happen for you. It would be cool. It would be. So what did you do this week? Um I think you're looking at it. To be honest with you. Oh, yeah? Yeah. I'm looking. You just sat back in your chair with yep. your hands up. Yep. Did you compression? I anything? did a compression test. I forgot <laughs> about that. I, I think we saw it on there, but what, what, did you, what did you find out? I posted that on the Trail Riders page. So if you're not on there, you don't know. Any of them single digit? Nope. That's good. Yep. Any of them double digit? Nope. Triples? Nope. No triples. Quad. <laughs> oh, God. Blue, Is it a diesel? <laughs> um, so the spec is no more than 20% difference between low to high. Okay. okay. Per GM. Per And what is the like mid number they want you to be within? They don't give you a number. There's no number. It just wants you to have all the cylinders within 20% of each other. Of each other. And I feel like you were in that range. 8%. 8%. Yeah. You're within the eighth percentile. Yeah. Hmm. I think the lowest so was fine. like 138, 7. Okay, so compression was like fine. Yeah. And so are we just thinking it's injector or like a just spark problem? Plugs look dirty. And just dumb um, hot. Yeah. Um, I don't. 
I did have two coil faults on okay. two, one on two and one on eight. So we're going to do full coil, full set of coil packs. Um, I started, I've ordered a set of plugs and wires. Did you go big boy stuff? Nope. Just fucking factory shit? Uh-huh. God, what do I do with you? What do I need <laughs> high performance shit for? I don't know. Just because the wires not? are a, I don't remember what because brand, Bougay. but the wires are like a silicone coated, like yeah, just, heat resistant, yeah. blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. But the plugs, I think are just like an NGK plug. They're like, they're like an inch and a half or three inches, like what? Three inches long. Yeah. Like how bad can it be? Yeah. Like it, it'll travel. So yeah. So I think I your biggest thing is your coils. Wire so what's your plan for coils? So I'm going to do plugs and wires mm-hmm. and then I'm going to go in, clear my codes out and, and see, let it idle. Huh. And we're going to see what the temp does. Yep. We're going to see what the engine does. I feel like without um, without a proper cooling fan, you're not going to get that temp under control. I agree without with a that shroud. because I think that's a separate issue. Yeah. But, but I, I think they're see, interlaced. I want to see when that coil or when those coils drop Falls. out. Okay. And I'm wondering if it's not a, because it could be a wiring problem from the computer mm. to the coil. Mm. Or it could be a coil. Well, I can ohm out all the coils. So, or you could just switch like one and two. Right. And if your problem moves to one, you know, know it's a coil. If it stays on two, you know, it's the electrical from the the coil plug to the ECM. Because didn't you have like a starting issue? Yeah. And that was computer. I want to say it was a connector on the computer. That's so weird. That's where I just going to start and like clean some shit up. It's weird that a computer connector would be dirty. Like, cause usually they don't have that problem. Yep. Huh? I don't know. Need to do a little digging on that and make sure everything's hope aesthetic. I like your, I like that plan. Yeah. You're going to check to see. Cause I was going to buy a whole set of coils. Yeah. Here's the problem. I can buy a chip. Just shit. I can buy a chip. A chip. Um, a set. <laughs> Which is a cheap shit uh, set. Of, uh-huh. Yeah, I can buy a full <laughs> knockoff Chinese. I was yeah. trying to say Chinese and shit in the same, and it comes out oh. shit. So sounds right. Yeah, just roll with it. Yeah. Um, you can buy a set of those chit on set. like Amazon for like hundred bucks. Yeah. Or you can buy a but set like, of OEM coils for like a couple hundred bucks. A set. Yeah. Now, can you get? Are you going to get if you get the OEM coils? Is that the set that has the heat sink on top, or is it just OEM? No, no it's just an OEM square. Because like the heat sink one's supposed to be like the banging. Yeah. Like those are the hot shots. I bought some. I was looking at some. Like I think they were MSD and they were like three eighty five a hmm. set for some like nice legit coils. Yeah. So I'm like, do I need to spend four hundred dollars on coils if these aren't bad? Now maybe if I have one or two bad coil packs, okay, but. If it's wiring, if it's a wiring, we'll you don't need to spend four hundred bucks on coils. You don't need to spend four hundred bucks on coils. So. I like that. Yeah. So take and plugs get and it, wires were like sixty bucks. Get it like running, it was cheap as fuck. Right. Yeah. Get it. Get all that put back in. Plugs and wires done. Fired up. Try to duplicate your your coil <sighs> fault codes. Yep. You can't yawn. We just had like. <sighs> Is that the first time in 45 episodes that you've actually yawned? <laughs> and I just slammed I the Red like, Bull. I yawned like 17 oh, times an episode. God. Let me drink some water and hide <laughs> So anyway, you're going to get it running, try and duplicate your, your fault codes, and then you're going to swap from a cylinder that's never had a fault code and swap coils over. Yep. And then see if it tra- if it follows. Yep. I mean, that's a legit. If it follows, it's a coil. If it doesn't, it's wiring. That's the best way to diag it. I was just going to throw a bunch of parts at it. Cause I'm like, yeah, you need parts. 
Yeah. <laughs> I'm, out of, I'm out of new park money. And I don't I have a job at Complete Off-Road yet, so I don't uh, have that employee yeah. credit, you know. Yeah. My entire paycheck goes to pay my parts bill. That's it. I know that That's feeling. why I don't work at a parts store. That's why mine's sitting on jack stands again. <gasps> is it really on jack stands again? <laughs> yeah, it is. <laughs> Damn it, man. Why? why? If I wasn't doing asphalt, like, if I hadn't gotten, so dad called in a favor twice today. First called in a favor last night for me to go haul rock this morning in a truck. So first time back in a truck in six months. Yep. Turns out after you drive a truck for nine years, take six month hiatus, you're still just as good a driver the day you get back in as yep. you were the day you left. Shocking. I like, I had to back, I had like a back blindside back around a corner up to a, a rock pile. Yep. Yeah, first shot. No problem. No problem. Just, just stick it in there. Thanks for coming. I was like, oh, okay. The guy's like, all right, yeah, thanks, man. He's like, oh, that, that looked pretty easy. I'm like, oh, yeah, not bad for not being in the truck for six months. Yeah. <laughs> Professional status. Achieve. I mean, I was tooting on myself. I was like, oh, that wasn't bad. Yeah. Anyway. Still got it. <laughs> Still got it. It felt, that part felt good. Other than that, I was just like, yeah, trucking. Um, so he called in that favor, and then he called me a little bit later. He's like, hey, what are you doing? I'm like, I'm at the house eating lunch. He's like, so nothing? I was like, uh, nah, eating, bro. I'm getting ready to get my, my Jeep and put it on jack stands and rip the rear end out of it. What? Oh, boy. He's like. Um, so I got a full load of asphalt and I'm going to go over here and do these patches. I'm like, God damn it. And I was like, I hate that phone call. Yep. I hate going like, cause it takes forever. You have to get the roller out. You have to go put everything down. Ugh, just meh. But anyway, so we went and did that and we rolled all the asphalt the roller wouldn't stay running. And so I'm like driving it back to the shop and it dies in the road. <laughs> So you're just like sitting in the road with a roller. No, what are you doing? Asking a question. Oh, hopefully. Um, so the roller dies in the middle of the road. Yep. So anyway, I, I did that today. Otherwise, this podcast would be a little bit different. I would be saying, so here's what's wrong with my locker. So now you have to wait till next week. Okay. Unless you're a patron, in which case you'll probably know as soon as it happens. I'll be here. So I'm fine with that. <laughs> be here. Yeah. Are you a patron? Wait. No. Oh, so I you, pay myself to listen to me talk. So you can't. Oh, huh, interesting. Yeah. You literally, you can't access the Patreon. Nope. Material. Fuck them. That's interesting. Seeing as how I'm part creator <laughs> of some of the material. <laughs> well, that like kind of sucks. I kind of, I kind of wish that you could access the Patreon account. We should probably see if we can set that up on your phone. Cause if we can set it up, then you can post stuff. So like when you're doing coil dumb shit, oh. you can post that directly to Patreon. I see the, the benefits now. That's the thing, yeah. I was wondering. I was like, man, Ian doesn't post shit in here. It's because Ian doesn't know how to use <laughs> Patreon. Well, that does make sense now. I did update the website. It's kind of like getting invited to your own party. Like, yeah. Your own Snapchat party. <laughs> that you didn't know what was going on. Yeah. A month later. When did that ever happen, right? <laughs> it was like three, four weeks ago. Uh, whenever, whenever I started getting called out on on there was a lot of people added around the same time I got added to that party. Uh, yeah, it's hard to keep up. It There's is. a lot of Snapchat a lot of cool like, people yeah. in the world. Um, yeah, it's a good group there. Website is uh, updated. Totaloffroadpodcast.com. Um, Did you I, get all the up the episodes? I up? uploaded everything. Thank you. I also went in and added a new page with all of our links. Oh, nice! Patreon, Instagram, uh-huh. um, Facebook. Any affiliate? Did you do the affiliate links page? They're already done. That's all done. Yep. All the partners are done. Nice. Linked on there. That's who we (sighs) should do for a midweek mini. Could do that. We should call Jacob. Uh, We could do that. 
So everything on the website's updated. So if you need absolutely anything, it is on Total Offer Podcast. Nice. How many flags do we have left? Little ones. Zero. Zero little flags? Yep. Damn. Out of stock. Pint glasses, out of stock. Oh, who bought the last pint glass? I don't know. It went out like a week ago. Nice. Uh, a couple t-shirt orders going out this week. I need to get some review stickers out this That's week. That's awesome. Yeah. I haven't checked reviews in a little bit. Sorry. Um, it's weird. It's like I'm busy doing things. So you did not get the locker apart. So we don't know. No, nope, I haven't. Po- okay. There. So I, <laughs> Jesus, as a representative uh, and new, hold on listening. How do I say this? Mm-hmm. Not new employee. Um, soon to be new employee, upcoming employee. Do they call it that? Like soon to be, I don't know. I'm going to go with, are you, are you like be, in the onboarding process yet? Unofficially. Unofficial. Oh, unofficial. I'm an unofficial employee. employee. Yeah. Unofficial employee of Complete Off-Road. Yeah. Pending hiring. That's it. Pending hiring. Um, I can say we will take care of you on this deal. <laughs> I got you. You just let me know and we'll get it. We'll make it right. Oh, my God. We'll make it right. We'll take care of you. <sighs> we'll get you some parts and get you some service. We'll take care of you. I'm hoping so. We appreciate your business. I know that they're going to take care of me. I, we got to figure out what it is. Yeah, anyway, no, they, we, we, you, y'all, you say, no, y'all you look at me out. and you say you guys, you guys, because me and my associates, soon to be coworkers, teammates, I've got you team complete. We got you, baby. So I pulled the line off and unscrewed the fitting uh-huh. and it's in the outside of the axle. Check the O-ring. O-ring looks fine. Copper line looks fine. Screwed it all back together, checked it again, made sure everything looked good there. The copper line is up inside the up inside the fitting as it should be. Yep. Everything looks good. Uh there. Pulled the fill cap off the nine inch, engaged the locker, listen inside, good leak inside. Okay. So we just have to pull it all apart. Yep. Dad was on the phone with uh, Derek Lessini today. I called him to talk to him about something. I wonder what it was. Um, but either way. I was on the phone with him and we were talking about trying to get that nine out without damaging the lube locker yeah. because I have to try to get off there. And I had to put the, I put it on with a mallet because it didn't want to like just slide in. Okay. So like I got it on the studs and I had it halfway on the studs, but to get the studs down far enough where I get nuts on it, I had to use a mallet and kind of give her a little couple taps. Yep. And uh, so getting it back off is going to be fun. Okay. I'm guessing I'm just going to loosen all the, or take all the bolts off except for the top and the bottom one. Okay. And I'm going to, I think take a dead blow mallet and tap on the pinion downward mm-hmm. to get it to kind of lean out. Yep. And then same back up maybe. Uh-huh. And uh, Derek was like, why not? Uh, I was like, it's kind of hard. You have to finesse this thing out so that you don't tear anything up coming out so that you know that you so you can d- diagnose what the problem was. Right. Yep. And uh, he said, well, why not try to like, maybe like set like pillows or something like right underneath of it. Mm-hmm. So when you do drop it out, it kind of just like it's there. Yep. I was like, that's not a bad idea. I have a aluminum stool I use for doing like Peterbilt grills where I have to step up like a little step stool about, I don't know, 18 inches tall. Yay high. Yeah. I think I can slide it underneath there, put like a moving blanket on it. Yep. And try to just get her catch out. Catch it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because when you're pulling that damn chunk out, it's fat. It's a lot of weight. It's not. Yeah, it's not light. The The nice thing is I can sit under the Jeep. Yeah. To do it. But anyway, that's my plan. My plan is to pull it all apart. I need to. Here's the things I got to do. Uh, pull the axle shafts. 
Okay. And I have to measure the flange on the outside of the axle because the bearings and seals are not fully engaging inside of that flange. Okay. So I need to find out if the bearing is bottoming out and the flange is just not deep enough or is the axle bottoming out on the locker and that's what's causing it not to engage. Okay. Because I believe that mine was originally set up for a sealed bearing and not the set 20. So. So that take a different shim then? I don't think it's, I don't know. I don't know. Mm-hmm. So yeah, like maybe there should be a shim behind the bearing. But the problem with that is if you put a shim behind the bearing, then I don't know that the seal will ride on the seal surface on the axle shaft. Yeah. So like there's some like things there. So I have to figure, I got to do some little research. Um, Worst case scenario, it doesn't seal and I have to figure that out. I don't know. We'll figure it out. I, yeah, we have enough cool listeners that know enough things that we can figure it out. Well, we hear complete off-road really genuinely care about our customers. (laughs) I already talked to one of your teammates. He was a little bit uh, not sure about it either. Yeah, he's, he's just, it's, it's, it's no problem. I got you. <laughs> He's probably tired of your shit. I get it. I would imagine, yeah. yeah. So I talked to him quite I'll often. Up, I pick up the slack with our teammates. So yeah, I'm gonna pull that apart. I'm gonna check that situation out and try to figure out the bearing situation. And then I'm also going to pull that nine inch out, bench test it, and see if we can find the leak. If the leak is fixable here at like in state, we'll yep. do that. If not, I have to figure out how to package it. And ship it back to Chris, and I did not keep the box that he brought it in. You just bring it to me, and I'll take care of it. You'll take care of yeah. it? Yeah. Okay. Done. Gotcha. So, I'll do. I'll just bring it here. So, you can ship it. off-road, we take care of our customers. Yeah. I guess, worst case scenario, I'll just drive it up there. I'll, I got to go up there anyway to get some paperwork and do stuff you? signed. We'll just so we'll head up, we'll jump in the van and head you. up there. Yep. Yeah. I'll get in my company car. Oh, yeah? Company car. What is that? Is that like the JK? It's a Jeep, but. Ah, uh, yeah. Uh-huh. It's for, it's, 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 probably, it's free, it's for me. It's probably know? a forward control. I'll take it. It'll be a hell of a long commute, but I'll get it, buddy. <laughs> that poor old thing. I'd love one with a dump bed. Oh, my God. That'd be so awesome. novel and handy. Yes. Uh, anyway, what else you got on your list of things to talk about? <sighs> I'm going to show you a piece of paper, and you're going to know what it is. Okay. So show contain me. your excitement. Okay. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to close my eyes, as we do quite often on here. He has the paper out, I think. I hear it. I gotta cover the numbers. Okay. Lip covering Open your eyes. Um oh, oh, did you go weigh it? Yes. Did, you didn't do it live. No. Fuck. Did it live on the podcast. That's okay. Podcast. All right. So you weighed your bouquet. Yep. By itself. Yep. And you weighed the combination. Yep. Okay. So the bouquet weighs. I'm going to go light. I don't know why I'm going to go light. I'm going to say the Bougay weighs 4,600 pounds. Okay. Combination? God, truck, no truck, trailer, and buggy. Uh, So if it weighs 46, I'm going to say the trailer weighs another 18. What's that come out to? 60. What is that? I don't even know. My brain just lost. I don't remember the numbers you said. It's too late to do calculations. Um, Red Bull does not make you good at math. I'm going to guess 14.5. That seems awfully heavy. Okay. How heavy do you think a half ton is? No, I'm going to. It's It's got to be pushing right up against 14. How heavy is your pickup? Yep. 5,500. Okay. That's, That's my guess. I don't know. It might be a lot. I don't know. Either way. 
Okay, give me the numbers. <sighs> the Bugay weighs. See, she's getting so much fatter than I'm anticipating. Okay, what is this? No way. Dead nuts oh, on. Bro. Really? Dead nuts. Wow. 5,000 pounds even. Yep. I wasn't terribly far off. No. 400 pounds is not bad. Nope. Do you have all your gear in it? Full fuel. Full of fuel. Full fuel. Uh-huh. Full crawler. Or not just crawler, but like full recovery bag. Yep. So cooler, uh, kinetic strap, mm-hmm. some uh, all my D rings are on it. Five thousand um, pounds. Even. Let me see those numbers. So your steer axle is quite a bit heavier than the drive, which which it should be because there's yeah, nothing back there's there. An but it's not that far off. It's pretty close to fifty fifty. It's pretty close. Twenty seven eighty on the on the steer and twenty two twenty on the drive. And then the next one's underneath. Nope. The next one's in the other room. I forgot to grab oh. both of them. So how much was it? 12, nine. 12, nine. I was pretty far off on that one. Something weighs less than what I thought, or my math skills are trailer less than 64 with the buggy on it, not including the tongue weight. Oh, that trailer's pretty light. Yeah, I think it's, oh, a, I'm pretty sure from my, when I remember the, the sticker was right around like 24, 2600 pounds for the trailer. Yeah. yeah. Quite a bit of tongue weight. Yeah. It was loaded a little far forward because I was in the like, fuck it. I'm gonna go scale it. back to the road. Where'd you scale it? Just Roto, 57 over at Pilot. Oh, over at uh, Road Ranger. Road Ranger. Yeah. Yep. Nice. 5K. I have not weighed Loki yet. It's been well, I had to go pick up some shingles today with the trailer. Ah. That are gonna sit on there for a couple weeks. So you're like, oh, so I was like, I need to do this today. Oh, so you went and did it today? Did it today. Nice. Did it this morning. Perfect. Cool. That's awesome. Um, 5,000 pounds. A little bit heavier than I thought it was. I'm pretty sure it's lighter than my Jeep. Oh, I'm sure it is. That's pretty outrageous. Like, full inch and three-quarter tube chassis Mm -hmm. with 14 bolts front and rear. I got a nine-inch Steel bead locks. Steel bead locks. 43-inch stackies. Two inches. Two inches. (laughs) I don't know. I'll go way low-key next time I get it out. I'm still on the fence. You can drive yours to the scale. I had to fucking trailer mine. I am currently on the fence about tearing it apart because I put up on jack stands earlier, like trying to make some good progress. Mm -hmm. And then I was like, oh, do I want to do this or do I want to adjust my anti wrap now and twist that pinion up and go drive it and see if that pinion angle makes that vibration? That vibration's bad. Mm -hmm. Under throttle at 30 miles an hour. Like the whole, like the steering wheel just starts shaking up and down. Mm-hmm. Like if you let off the throttle, smooth, smooth, yeah. So that vibration is bad. I feel like I should try to diag that mm-hmm. before taking the rear end out because if I take the nine inch out and it does need to go to complete, now I need to drop the housing, which at that point would be pretty easy. Yeah, if I drop the housing off, I can cut the um, perches off. And put the new purchase on and re-angle it. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of what I was thinking. Mm-hmm. What do you think about that? I agree. Mm-hmm. That's what I thought you would say. I mean, you know the <laughs> the nine inch. <laughs> I knew you were going to say that, so I <laughs> yeah. asked anyway. Um, you know, there's a center section issue with the nine inch. I know that something's like wrong. something inside is foobard for lack of better terms something's leaking so, I don't know what it is. no big deal it's probably an o-ring so you take right. it apart get an o-ring okay done but the other pinion angle drive mm-hmm. line if you can adjust that out to make it better yes 
do it, be done. And then you literally have to R and R the center section and, you know, assumably just replace an O ring, put it back together. Yeah. Hopefully. Right. You know what I mean? I just figured if it'd be easy, if you're going to pull the center section out, Mm -hmm. like you have the axles out and the center section out. Now the axle doesn't well, work. The housing you, noise, nothing. You could now. try to adjust it out with the anti-rat bar. And nah, then springs would be so twisted. You think so? Well, I could do it to test like well, that's what I mean. proof see of concept. It, see if it gets better. Yeah. You won't get it all out, but you'll probably get yeah. a little improvement. You'll at least know oh, no, if that's I can put the it right straight. direction. Can you really? Oh, yeah. It'll see, that's it. what I would do. I would say, and then, that, you, and then you know. Yeah. Because then if you send the center section off, then like you said, you time. might as well take that time Drop while it. it's gone, pull the axle, do that, put it back in. Then you get the, I'm like winded talking about that. Uh, then it's you, the Red Bull. I'm like, oh my God, it's so much work. <laughs> then you get the center section back, smash that in, and you're done. And done, yeah. Yeah. Yep. It's all put back together. You've already got your adjusted yeah. angles. You've already got your everything welded back together. And I'm slowly to sliding out of the chair right I now. see that. You're just making your way down. I'm about to end up on the floor. <laughs> It'll go, the mic will, mic will go down there, right? The mic, the mic will fall you to the floor. Yeah. <laughs> like, and I'm now sitting on the floor. I thought you said you weren't going to be tired for this one. I'm not tired. I just <laughs> fallen out of the chair. I'm so relaxed. I was getting minute. so relaxed. I just went to the floor. That's what I would do. I would, I would play with that first because I mean, it's not like you're in a hurry to get it pulled out and pulled tore apart. So. We should Red Bull before every episode. No. <laughs> I do that for work, and it's you know. So that's my plan. Like, look at this. We can Red Bull before every episode. We can have everything knocked out in 45 minutes. Done. Genius. Uh, so anyway. Would you think five? What'd you say? What'd you guess my shit weighed? 46? 46. And you thought that was light? You felt that was light? I felt that was going to be light. I, this is the first debut of the number. I haven't posted you were, anywhere yet, but yeah. I'm intrigued to see, like, if I was like, you knower of things off road. What do you think that thing like is? It. Why don't you just post it on the trail riders and be like, all right, I weighed my buggy. I'm what is away? I wanted to tell you first. Oh, I appreciate it. I felt like that was exciting. What news. a guy. What a guy. I didn't even tell anybody else I was weighing it. <laughs> you just literally went over and did it. I just did it. It would have been cool if you would have done a video of it and then post it later. My wife didn't know that I was weighing the buggy because I had it loaded up this morning. And yeah. She's like, why the is the buggy on the trailer? What are you doing? <laughs> I'm like, I don't think it's on the trailer. And she's like, no, it was on the trailer last night. I'm like, yeah, but it might be off the trailer this morning. No, it's, I'm pretty sure it's still on the trailer. So she pulls it up on her phone, on the camera, on the phone. She's like, no, it's still on the trailer. What trailer? She's like, seriously, what are you like? What are you, what doing? Are you doing with it? I'm going wheeling. And I was like, I don't know what you're talking about. Look, I'm going to burn I'm it gonna go in the trailer. Yards and I'm going to go pick up some shingles. I don't know what. I don't know why that has anything to do with a buggy. So then this morning, my parents come over. Uh-huh. My mom and her go one direction to go shopping. Yeah. Me and dad hop in the truck with the buggy on it and the trailer and nice. go the same direction. <laughs> and so I'm like, I'm sure they're like, what the fuck is this idiot doing? Like, where's he taking his shit? Yeah. And, Cause they're like, literally we walked out the door. I'm like, all right, we're going to Menards to get shingles. And they're like, why is this guy loaded his shit on a trailer? It's buggied up. To go pick up fucking pallets of shingles. It's beautiful. So we went and weighed it. We were coming back. I parked down on the street, unloaded it, backed it in, and then took off. And mm-hmm. we passed them coming back to the house as we were leaving with an empty trailer. <laughs> and I'm sure they were like, what is this idiot been doing with his, like, he, like what the fuck have they been doing? It's like two hours later. And then oh, I was man. like, I pulled, I sh- pulled the, the way ticket out. And she's like, I knew you were doing something today. <laughs> I was like, yes. Uh, yes. And I'm, I'm interested Excited. to see what people in the nose. Think about the weight. 
Yeah. Because that, I'm still undecided on you how I feel heavy? about that. I don't know. How much does axles weigh a piece? 800? Bro. <laughs> think they're more? I bet they're heavy. I think they're more than 800? They're an, a 14 bolt yeah. with three eighths trust. God. Like double trust. Like yeah. it was Artex three eighths plated truss with more three eighths plate on it to flatten out part for the front link mount. Seriously. So crane, crane cover, gas yeah. cover. Uh-huh. That wasn't light. Disc brakes. So yeah. that lose a little bit of weight <laughs> from the drums. Uh, but fuck then the front has an inch and three quarter one twenty wall truss mount for the steering ram, quarter right. inch plate there or steering ram. The ram. Uh, steel, God. steel links, three quarter inch DOM links. Yeah, for the steering. Yeah, steel bead. That's locks. what I'm saying. Like the Those front axle locks were F the front heavy. axle probably weighs almost a thousand pounds without anything on it. Without I'll any tires, to, I'll have to look because I wrote this down on one of my stickies, like this. Yeah, sticky stickers that mm-hmm. I kept off my stickies because I mounted one and weighed it, and I want to say that they weigh they were in the like two thirty or two forty a piece, like mounted. Seriously, Range. so you have a thousand, almost a thousand pounds in tires yeah. and wheels, uh-huh. and then you have two fourteen bolts, which is probably close to two thousand pounds. Yeah, good God. Yeah, so you're talking three thousand pounds, and we don't have a vehicle attached. Yeah, yet. and you're still talking an LS, Motor Trans, yeah. Atlas, Atlas, quarter inch wall drive lines, big drive shafts. Yeah, all the exhaust, the belly pan. Yeah, yeah, God, two winches. Yeah, that's not light. Yeah. One of those 100 pounds a piece, probably, probably close to it. Yeah. But you have synthetic line. I do have synthetic line. That it helps. lightens the load. That's why it's, that's why that's it's 5,000. 5,000. <laughs> um, it was 5,200. Yeah. I, uh, yeah. I mean, huh. hindsight, watching some videos of it from the last weekend when you're yeah. starting to do some like vertical ledge stuff, mm-hmm. it's planted. Oh, and yeah. I mean, it felt stable. Yeah. When you got up on that wall, the wall that you had trouble on, but even still, and that's the thing. Like, I was, I posted up some, I posted on Instagram that video of me going to that wall. I was like, yeah, I just need more seat time so I can feel more comfortable in it. Yep. And one of the other guys is like, oh, that wall feels much worse than that looks. Oh, yeah. Like, no justice in that video. I was like, but it looks so, like, it looked good. Like, it didn't look like the angle was that aggressive. I thought the the undercut, like, where it's all rutted out, mm-hmm. it felt so much deeper in person. Yeah. But watching it in the video, I'm like, oh, it almost looks flat. Yep. Like, it's definitely not flat. Um, but that was my thing. I was worried to, I was worried to bump it hard and bounce it. <sighs> Not so much bounce it. I was worried to bump it hard and go up halfway. You saw in the first hit, I went up and then slid back down. Yep. It's because I didn't want to be halfway up and slide back down under throttle. I think yep. you remember that, how that went last time. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm sure, and now we've got harder parts, bigger parts. Everything's more beefy. Shouldn't be a problem. But the 1310 U joint is still there. Yep. Like that is going to be the weak point. Yep. And so it just kind of, you know, it's everybody's like, just build it, build it big. So you don't have to worry about breaking. Like where, where does that stop? It doesn't. Obviously not. I watched Jake. Uh, what is it? Jake Jeep XJ or something like that. Now it used to be, I paint Lambos. It's the XJ on forties and tons. Mm-hmm. That's painted up like a Jurassic park yep. vehicle. Hey, did you see that video that he did? No. He's bouncing it on some rock down wherever he's at oh down in Texas or down that way. And it had a real bad undercut. He tried to get up it, couldn't get up it. Backed up, dude, and just matted it. And this thing just full on bunny hops on this wall, comes back down, blows out a forty, shatters a fourteen Jesus. bolt shaft, like just decimates, tears it. it up. Oh yeah, just destroys it. And he's like, I want to see. I posted that video. He's like, I want to see carnage. I'm like, 
because I, I posted a picture. I was like, no carnage here. Just poser shots. Yeah. Poser he's, flex. He's like, we want carnage. I'm like, go to at Jeep or at Jake. <laughs> but anyway, he, uh, yeah, I'm like there. He's got it. It's built on tons and still broke it. It's like, there's no end to that. It's like, it how is it? Yeah. Mariners. <laughs> and even yeah. those get broke. Like, I'm just saying right. there is no end all. Yeah. Be all hard part. Yeah, not just depends on how hard you are. Anything on that can be built can be broken. Right. There's some pretty stout stuff out there, but still. Um, just makes me nervous. So, yeah, I'm interested to see the weight because my thought is, where do you want weight down low? Well, it's yeah. in my axles, wheels, tires, and that's yeah. It. So, yeah, yeah, everything there's all low. And like, yeah, it's pretty close to 50 50 uh, weight front to rear. It's awesome. I mean, I'd like a front a little bit heavy, like. Not heavier than it is, but it's I would good. like the front a little heavier than more the rear. weighted than the rear. Yeah, um, but I think I'm I'm pretty comfortable and happy with. I feel like that you could distribution. Put, you could put a full cooler of ice in the back. Yeah, and especially if you put if you put a full cooler in the mounting spot and you figured out how to mount that rear that spare tire up on that back yep. end. Oh, it'd be beautiful. It'd be perfectly. Like you could jump it and it would just send. Like yeah, flat. it would just float. Wouldn't that be wonderful? Yep, it could happen. <laughs> It could it happen. could be an option one day. That would be pretty sweet because um, it would be really close then. So yeah, I'm interested to see what people think about that. Yeah. So okay, do you want to do a tech talk about moment? Yeah, I always so, want to talk tech. I was watching videos earlier today on the Mega TV in the living room. Yes, sir. of uh, the the, the Trail Riders run. Yeah, and I was watching people's rigs work, and I was watching some suspension work mm-hmm. um, because I had watched a few of mine. Many a times this week, watching how the suspension reacts to obstacles, throttle load okay. a little bit like under throttle. Does it like lean and pitch mm-hmm. as far as four link stuff? Um, when it starts climbing up stuff, does the front end want to come up or does it stay yeah. kind of planted and want to like push down and go? Mm-hmm. Or does it lift the front end up and feel like it wants to flip? So over? you're literally looking at your ge- like, how's your geometry yes. reacting to? Real life application because I feel like that's so hard to feel in the. Are cab. you like? Were you like vibing Timmy Cameron when you're doing this? I was entertaining. It's okay. like I'm, I'm studying film. Bro. I'm trying to figure out why we haven't had him on the podcast yet because I can't talk to him. Oh, okay, sentences. I can talk to him. Yeah. Geeking out. We'll have him on for a mini, and I'll talk uh, to him as fun. I'm like, uh, who, who are you? Again? Yeah, are you famous? Uh-huh. Never, never heard of you, bud. Never fucking heard of you. Um, oh, I heard your name. Somebody talked about so you. So I was studying some of my shit yeah. and then started watching some other people's videos. And something that stuck out to me that I thought would be helpful mm-hmm. to some people. Talk to me. So. Is this where you shit talk everybody else's rigs? Yeah. Make you feel better? Yep. Okay. That's what I have to do. Starting with Loki? Yeah. Cool. Your shit. <laughs> is garbage. It's hot garbage. I was watching it. All I could see was a Republic dumpster on 40s. <laughs> Shit dumpster. <laughs> Bougie blue dumpster. <laughs> that was it. So the one thing that stuck out to me, and I was like, we should talk about that on the podcast tonight. Okay. Dustin Speakman. Yep. And he's like, oh, fuck. here it goes. I don't, you know what? I don't know. I don't feel like you could say anything to me right now. I'm going to, even okay. though he outcrawled me, but that's just. <laughs> That's off-road lingo for I'm about to shit talk your rig. I'm I'm ready so, to hear you shit talk this rig. So he's got a I don't know what body or what year the know, early nineties maybe early nineties body style Toyota yep. five Pick speed up. 
stock engine. Yep. Whatever the fuck that would come Sings with. like a weed eater. Oh, it fucking runs great. <laughs> um, it's on 40s. Leaf yeah. sprung front and rear. Nice custom back half frame. Yep. Yeah, that fucking thing worked. Like it literally walks it just, it, it just all over shit. Like leaf springs and it just works. So here's where I want to shit talk it. Okay. I was watching him. You hate the color. Oh, I fucking know. I love, <laughs> I love the color. Every time I see it, I'm like, I've got to say, it. I'm like, God, I love that fucking color. Like, I'm so glad he painted it yes. before the run. Oh, I love That's it. It's wonderful. I yeah. absolutely love the color. Um, we were watching a video and my wife, she's like, God, I love that color. I'm like, yes. I was like, cause it's fucking awesome. This is Tiffany blue. Um, so I think, it's, I think it's Island blue, but still Tiffany blue sounds bougie. Oh, it's definitely bougie. So he's going up this a ledge yep. and he's sitting there and he's banging rev limiter. Okay. So this is on the stair step on the, yep. down by the pond and he's working the wheel. Yeah. Left working the wheel, right? Uh-huh. Like working it back and forth to try to get a little front traction to get up yeah. this ledge. Right. We had all three transfer cases engaged. <laughs> he had seven <laughs> levers pulled down and was still going nowhere. <laughs> so what I noticed in this video is once he started, because it's not that he didn't know what to do. Yeah. He knew a 100% he did things right with turning the front wheels back and forth right, right. and trying to work that truck back and forth. Yeah. And it finally hooked and pulled him right up. The downside, and I think the issue here, and this is what I want to talk about, his steering wheel is stock. Okay. Well, I even messaged him tonight to get some insider info. Okay. His steering wheel is 15 and one eighths inches okay diameter okay yep so this is something i remember learning like years back in the pirate days so i'm assuming i don't know 100 for fact because i forgot to ask Mm -hmm. i'm assuming it's a stock gearbox okay i think he's got hydro assist okay but it's still a stock should be a stock gearbox right so he, I asked him and he told me that it is four and a half turns from lock to lock. Wow. That's so a lot. if you're sitting full left uh-huh. to go full right is four and one half turns. And it doesn't sound like a lot, but I'm here to tell lot. you, go out to your wife's car. It's three. That's a shit ton. Yeah. So here's the deal. Most full hydro steering valves are two, two and a half, uh-huh. two right in there. Okay. You can get less. But wow. it's very sketchy on the road. Sketch. If you're doing like full comp crawling stuff, you'll uh-huh. get down in the one and a quarter, one and a half. Yeah. So it's like, doo, 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 doo. yeah. Mm-hmm. So most most of the go fast rock bouncer rock yeah, raising stuff more. is in the two mm-hmm. two and a quarter. So the difference being, and it doesn't sound like a lot, but I challenge you to do this: go outside, turn your rig all the way one way, yeah. turn your steering wheel two turns, and that's full left. And I promise you, if you wield a rig like that, you would notice a ridiculous difference yeah. because what I watched in this video is he got the idea of turn left, turn right, and work the wheel back and forth. Mm-hmm. But it was such a long time because he's sitting back in there, it looks like he's driving a boat yeah. to go back and forth that it slowed him down huh. or he should have just been like, but here's the thing. Here's the one caveat I have to what you're saying. Yep. If he didn't have to make four and a quarter or whatever four the hell he one me, half turns. If he didn't have to do four and one half turns from lock to lock, we would not have listened to it sing for such a long time. This is a factual The statement. chorus yeah. was a beautiful. <laughs> yes. Um, like, you, can you imagine if he had a two box, it would have been like, and that's it. And he just went up. And he'd yeah. be like, okay. And he'd be like, oh man, that sounded so good for I'm that right split that. second. I'll give it up. 
I can't. So what I don't what do my, it, Dustin. Just I've, don't. I've, Looking don't directly do at you, Dustin. I'm not. I'm don't right. do, it. do it. Let it sing its wonderful sounds of its people. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Listen um, to it sing the songs of its people. So from back in the day, doing my research, I have found that people generally run a 11 to 12 inch steering wheel. Yeah. And that makes sense. So, so you downsize your steering wheel a little bit. Yeah. So, so your four turns is you feels don't have like. to change steering boxes. So even if you keep that four and a half inch steering box, mm-hmm. and I'm not a fucking engineer here, so four I don't half inch know turn, how to four do and a half turn. But if you're going to keep that four and a half turns, it's quicker to turn a, t- a twelve Ten. inch wheel than it is to turn a fifteen inch wheel. Somebody can do that math. Take uh, fourteen or fifteen times three point one four. And then do 10 times 3.14, which would be 31.4 inches. Yep. Sure. Yeah. It's quite a bit. That's a pretty good distance. It's, it's a, a pretty bigger good difference like, than you're talking. Because here's the thing. Yeah. You're talking going to the ideal off-road steering box of, let's say, two. Yeah. Turns lock to lock from four and a half. So you're saying, wow, four and a half is a shitload where two perfect. Two is a huge well, difference. It's, and you've it's got, what, a 10-inch wheel? How big is your wheel in yours? I think it's 11. 11? Yeah. Um, it's not even half. So if you can cut that wheel diameter in half, mm-hmm. it's the same concept, and you have not changed the gearbox. You've bought a steering wheel. You know what yeah. I'm saying? That's a lot cheaper. So that would be something I was going to say to him is, hey, okay, you might want to drop a smaller steering wheel on that thing, which therefore helps your crawling. It literally costs the price of a steering wheel. Are you ready? Yep. Did you math? 212.05. Okay. Okay. 212.05. Don't forget that. Let me pull this back down. I'm going to write that down. Okay. I don't like this calculator. You got to turn sideways. That means you're in scientific mode. (laughs) Well, it's easier to get the full pie. Um, That's... mm, Yes. Is that what I wanted? Look at all the numbers. Um, Okay. That is not what I wanted. Sorry. I pushed the wrong buttons. Damn it. I did the addition instead of the multiplication. The wrong symbol. That is the number I expected to see. And. Okay. Are you ready for this? Yep. Okay. So this is inches linear. If you were to take the travel of the steering wheel and lay it out linear, lock to lock. Yep. Where your hand is at. So you keep your hand in one position and you've got to rotate it. Yep. Okay. The one I gave, the number I gave you was 1205, 212 inches. Yep. Linear travel. Yep. If you put a 10 inch steering wheel and that's with a 15 inch this steering wheel. This is with a 15. That's with yep. a 15. With a 10 inch steering wheel, that linear travel is down to 141.37. So you said 212.05. Yep. You've lost 70, just over 70 and a half, 70 and a half inches. Yeah. Of travel that your hand has to do yep which is what like almost two full turns uh-huh i mean you've essentially that sounds weird but yeah yeah but see here's the thing you've proven my point that you have taken that four and a half turn box yeah and made it a two two and a quarter ish as far as travel for travel yeah you're still turning as many but you're now like in a smaller you circle can do it faster yeah that's yeah, what that's i mean me. you're cutting right. your turn time in almost half kind of yeah for the price of a steering wheel you don't have to change anything about your steering. Do you box. put a knob on it? Yeah, you do put a knob. You're on gonna it. turn it faster. Yelly. that's the key. Knobbing. Yep. See, I would try to do that with mine with my current hydraulic setup. It will bind. Yep. And so I won't be able to do that. Yep. 
What did you pay for your orbital valve? I don't know. A lot. 300 bucks, 350 bucks. It's not a lot. It's a normal price or okay. less. Uh, what? How much can I get a double-ended Ram for? I don't know. A couple hundred bucks. Really? Yeah. From like Ram supply? Sure. It's been years since I bought a Ram. Mm. Okay. Why? You want to go full hydro? Well, I am trying. <laughs> yes. I know. I don't want to. I wish you'd commit to it. And just I, do don't, it. I don't want to. Why not? Because I want to drive on the street a lot. Go drive your tractor on the street. <sighs> yep. I mean, honestly, though, full hydro would probably be better right now than what I have. It's shock load absorbing. What's that mean? Put a, oh, put like, a like a steering stabilizer on the front. That's yeah. a hydraulic ram. Like I have a ram on there. That's what I mean. Yeah. But like if you had a full hydro ram, a double ended ram. So that road manners you just run. Right. Here's my situation. Perfection. And we're shifting gears. Are you ready to shift gears? Yeah, kind of? because here's, that was my caveat. Was yeah. I was watching that, and I always like to watch other people's rigs and suspension stuff it's, and see how it works. Yeah. And my notice with that was, because that fucking thing just flat out crawls. Oh, yeah. Um, And my but, notice like, and is, I'm it. like, man, if he could cut that steering response time in half, mm-hmm. that would make him so much quicker on the, because he knows on what the back to do. and forth. Yeah. He knew right. He went right for it. He's just sitting in there going as fast. He's fucking hand over hand as fast as he can turn this back and forth. Wheel. And it like not like he was struggling, but like, no. yeah, he was just working. Like like, he should. Yeah. I'm like, hmm. If, if he can speed that. that up, because I know personally I run a two turn box mm-hmm. and I mean, it's nothing for me to fucking work that wheel back and forth. And sometimes you just need that little wiggle. Yeah. And it's yeah. so fast with the that. Faster, the box. faster the wiggle, sometimes the faster the traction. So what's up. the cheapest way to do that? Buy steering a fucking wheel. steering wheel off Summit for like 60 bucks. Yeah. Hmm. You know what That's I mean? Such an interesting observation. It's something I would not have picked up on. Yeah, like I wouldn't have thought about. It. I would just listen to it sing. I'm just I like, mean, oh I god! Too. I watched this like eight times. It's but- singing like a 24 yep. inch two stroke chainsaw. Just yep. I loved it. But it got it hung, like so wonderful. It got hung up right on this one spot. Uh-huh. That all we needed to do was that little front wiggle, and that thing just walked right up the rest of it. Yeah, but. He took so long having to hand over hand the steering wheel. Yeah. He went right to it. Yeah. So like from a driver's perspective, it's perfect. But from a response the, standpoint, yeah. I can't believe it was that slow. I can't believe that box is four and a half turns. Four and a half my turns. Jeep is three. Yeah. Lock to lock. Yep. So with that said, so here's my deal. I started leaking power steering fluid. You were pissing. Pissing. Like it's not just pissing. dribbling. You it, were pissing it. It is it is so bad right now. You can follow its trail down the road. Yeah. It was and like, I backed yeah. it. I backed it in the driveway and then like parked it in its spot. And there's a, there was a puddle immediately by the time I shut it off. I was like, all right, good to know. So what's pissing is the top cap. So my steering box is Does that have a vent on the cap. No. Okay. Not to my knowledge, my steering box. It's the box. that's leaking. Yep. OEM box, OEM box from a 89 Cherokee that probably has 200 and, some thousand miles on the box. So it's ragged a little bit. It's ragged. Okay. It has an aftermarket front cap that's tapped for that is tapped for the hydro assist. And the top cap that has the four bolts in it. Yep. Is tapped for the hydro assist. Yep. Okay. The top cap where the fitting goes in is what's leaking. Okay. This is not the first time. And it's not leaking from the fitting. It's a, the or threads. The threads. The threads. The threads on that fitting. The threads in the cap. It's coming up through that. Okay. That's the problem. Is there a lack of sealant? Maybe. Okay. I don't recall. 
But I can tear it apart real quick and find out. Thread tape and you'd right. be good. Thread tape, put it back on, be fine. Yes. That doesn't solve the other issue, which is drivability. Yep. When you're wandering down the road, you're doing you're chasing the wheel. Yeah. Now, granted, it's on 40s, mm-hmm. but I've replaced most of the bushings now uh, outside of the upper two bushings, which shouldn't have a ton. No. Maybe a little to do I with that. I don't think it's play. I don't. I think it's playing the box, the steering box. I think that so, equates to some, but I think your shit's just slow. What do you mean? I think your box is just slow. I don't know what you're saying. Go drive a car I'm, down I'm the doing interstate. This. Yeah. Go like, drive a car down uh-huh. the interstate. And that thing's fucking like you bump the wheel and it's like, boom. Yeah. It'll move. Rack and pinion. And I think what some of your problem is probably slopping the box. But yes, that's that's what I'm. So here's the deal. So I want to tighten up the box. Yeah. We did that. I did that okay. a couple of years ago. And no bueno. It, it binds. Okay. And so talking to the guys on the trail riders page. Yep. They were saying that. You can have slop in your box and you just tighten up that Allen head right on top. Yep. And snug the nut. That's your preload. Set it. It's fine. But if you set your preload to where you got your lash down to, you know, tolerance or whatever, yep. which is tight, there's no slop in the box, but now it binds or it binds before you get the slop out. Box. Then is it's too worn out. Yeah. yeah. It's too worn. And that I remember tightening it up to get the slop out and it started binding. Yeah. And so I re- I loosened that a little bit. Just until it didn't bind, tighten it back yeah. up, and now it has a slop. So I'm like, all right, it's a 220, it's like 200,000 plus mile box that's been on 36s for a couple years of its life, and now yep. 40s. Like, it's it's had its day. Okay, do I spend the 850 dollars to buy a PSC or equivalent new box that's already tapped for hydro assist and reroute that stuff? Yep. What are my, what are the advantages of that? Is that box actually an improvement over factory or am I buying a factory box that's been tapped for $800? You want me to answer this question honestly? Yeah. I had this conversation with my wife on the way home with the Badlands about you. <laughs> this is me being honest. <laughs> I'm interested how this got started, but okay. I don't know. We we're just talking. I think so we we're just talking so about how saying? the rigs were working and stuff. You want to make it for hydro? I said, and I probably use the word fuck more often than I do now, but I wasn't mad about it. Yeah. But uh, I was like, I really wish he would just stop this fucking um, No, I want to drive it on the street. I do. And I'm like, I want to daily it. I completely understand that concept yeah. of off-roading. Yes. But I was like, now after going one time. With okay. my rig that is well overbuilt, yeah, for the Badlands. Yep, it's awesome. Like oh, yeah. I have no qualms. I was more worried that like something was gonna break because I had to fuck something up or mm-hmm. didn't, didn't tighten something or whatever. I had no doubts about the ability of the rig, mm-hmm. and it was so comforting in knowing that I could roll up to something and play on it until I either got bored yeah. or I found that I forgot to tighten something. Yeah, or you just made the obstacle. Yeah, or you drove over. <laughs> and I'm like, but. Or you overheated. It is, yeah, or I was <laughs> pushing coolant and fucking angry. Anyway. But it took a lot of money to get there. Yeah. And it took a 100% commitment that I'm like, I'm not driving this on the road. Yeah, well, like, not that. Period. Right. And I was like, that's my biggest caveat with, I'm going to piss a lot of people off with this. That's my biggest thing with with people that want to street drive their rigs. Yeah. 
you're inside of a box of limits. Right. To some, like, I'm and not, I'm 100% I'm not on board shit talking this. Yeah. I'm just saying, like, you have to be. Right. Yeah. Because you, you need street manners needs to be a key right. component if you want to drive your shit down the road. So here's part of that. But I think your shit would be pimp AF. Full hydro. If you went full hydro. I don't think you're wrong. Because when you drink that full hydro Kool-Aid on oh, something yeah. like you've built. I'm trying so hard. It's going to be. It's going to change your wheeling game so much yeah. that you're going to like, I don't even want to drive this motherfucker on the street. No, it's not a thing. Unless I have something else to drive on the street. I don't want to not drive it on the street. So our our answer on. on the drive home, just so you know, yeah. is take the commitment, drink the Kool-Aid uh-huh. with low key. Make it a fucking badass, like, you can still literally drive it on the street with full hydro. Yeah. I mean, I drove mine around the fucking neighborhood today. I gave my (laughs) sister a ride around the hood. I mean, What'd you think? She was loving it. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's fine. Yeah. Um, No, it is. I wouldn't drive down the interstate, but like some back roads. Right. But here's the thing. Hold on. You have. Let me finish this. Okay. Our answer answer was was to go full commitment with Loki. Yeah. Uh, Loki. Loki. And cut the doors off the Liberty. So I'm just <laughs> thrown out of it. Because I'm like, I totally get the like driving around with no doors and shit. I'm yeah. like, that's so fun. Yeah. But like, it's just it's, do it on the Liberty. Just cut part the of doors that. So, off. Okay. So here's the, here is my other half of that. Okay. Part of the reason I want it to be a daily driver is because not, not necessarily daily driver, but I want it to be daily driver capable. Part of that reason is because things that I don't drive don't get touched. Case in point, the Jeep for three years. Yeah. The Cutlass. Yep. If I'm driving it, it gets touched every day mm-hmm. because, oh, this is wrong with it. I'm driving it. I'll fix it. So I just need to I motivate you to not lose excitement about the Jeep. Is that <laughs> what it is? So you want me to not drive every day, but yet work on it. Yeah. Yeah. I Welcome to my life. I just want to drive it. So back to my original question, because I think this could be helpful. And somebody may know the answer to this question. I have yet to find this answer, the answer to this question. And that is, is the PSC box beefed up to warrant the higher price? Or is it just a new box that's been tapped? Do you know? Um, One would have to say that you would assume it's been beefed up. It's beefed up just because it comes from PSC. So I jumped on. Why would they waste the time in R&D and shit just to put a fucking new box that's got a cap that's tapped? You know what I mean? It's not a cap. They tap it up by the sector shaft. I think. Well, that's what I mean. They're just going to take a box and fucking drill and tap a hole like whoopty fucking do. I know. You wouldn't think. To me, that's not PSC level. I mean, I'm not a huge PSC nut swinger. Like, I do believe there's better products than PSC on the market. Yeah. But. I don't believe PSC is going to just drill and tap a hole and go, here's our shit. Right. And I wouldn't think so either. And so that's what I'm, I was trying to figure out. I might out. be wrong. But and then you have uh, you said that's Redhead 850? 850. You know what I can buy for 850? You can go full hydro and be done. Uh-huh. That's what I'm saying. Like almost pump included. Yeah. Uh-huh. So like that's my like, yee. And to me, but see, that's all dependent on what you want to do with the rig. So I can buy from Redhead Steering. Yep. I can buy a steering box from them that's tapped for hydro assist, like a brand new steering box or whatever they sell for four Oh five. Is that a reman? I don't know. I would imagine it's a reman. I got to work pump. I don't, a box for $405. I don't think it's probably a reman. I don't know. Either way. I've heard good things about redhead before. 
you guys that are listening that have more experience than I do, let me know. Let me know. And don't just get on the po- and don't make a post on the damn trail riders page being like, ah, go full hydro. Don't you do it. I will kick your ass what if out. I genuinely think that's a good idea. Well, that's idea. fine. But like, just don't like just jump on and say that. Like, give me the reason. Because it's a good idea. I don't want talking points. See, to if me, you jump on there with Ian talking points, you're out. To me, I have <laughs> gone once I went full hydro on the no, Toyota. Yeah. I haven't gone back because I'm like, it's great. Yeah, there's so many times this last trip where somebody's like turn passenger and somebody that has his hydro assist looks at him and is just like, uh-uh. I, can't. I don't have that. And I'm like, bro, yeah. I sit here and think left and I'm already turning left. Like yeah. the, the trade off for me is like less street ability, better off roading for yeah. me done like you don't even have to fucking stickies that makes sense yeah right you know i'm not gonna drive my stickies around town because they're gonna start chunking but i really want to drive mine and i'm perfectly on board with that but i think you i think i want to drive it i think you're gonna enjoy the benefits of full hydro more than you would enjoy the street because i don't think full hydro i can't go wheeling every day i don't think full hydro kills the street ability yeah, I know it's illegal. Fucking so's your tire sticking out of the fender. Like I cannot. It, <laughs> so's your wheels. Yeah, it annoys the <laughs> shit out of me when somebody's like, "Well, full hydro is not legal." Okay, neither's your exhaust, your tire, st- your one ton sticking out of the side your of your mini locks. truck, your bead lock, your fucking <laughs> flatbeds. You know, like like everything about your rig is illegal as shit, and they're not gonna go. Holy shit, this shitbox wheeler that's beat to fuck. It's full raisin. <laughs> But it's oh my god, it's full hydro. Like <laughs> this, holy shit, this is got, the problem. They've got three pages of shit, and that's like maybe good to make the list, you know. So that's what I mean. Like <laughs> that's the one thing they noticed. Like people, I wasn't gonna pull you over, except I saw oh you had a ram up that full fucking hydro. Paint it like a fucking steering stabilizer, and the cops not gonna have a bit of slap, fucking difference. Slap a fox sticker on it; they'll yes. never know. But that's my thing. That that seems to be the big hangup for a lot of people with full hydro yeah. is like, it's not streetable. I'm like the fucking ain't. I've drove a tractor 30 some miles an hour down so the road. Here's the thing with that. Fine. Like you, it's hard to say it's not streetable because what's ultra four running? Bro, that's what I'm saying, bro. They're clicking a hundo in the it, desert with full plus. hydro. Yeah. Through the whoops. And hold her under control. And if you're like, you're like, bro, I can't drive down a country road with that. <laughs> the fuck you can't. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's more, I think. You might would, look a little drunk. You might be a little. Woo. I don't even know. I look, definitely look drunk right now driving it. That's, you, that's you're probably thing. better than you are now. That's what I'm, pro- I'm pretty sure of that. I'm just saying like, I've because driven mine around, locked front and rear mm-hmm. down the street with full hydro and as smooth as my steering is now that it's all fixed. Yeah. It's definitely something that I'm thinking about. I'm definitely considering looking into that as an option because let's be honest. I want the, I don't like how it steers now. Yeah. Like I don't want to drive on the interstate as it is now because the steering is kind of like, it's just kind of whooshy. Like Let me ask you this. Yeah. If you could give up interstate driving and still drive around town or two lane, like back roads and mm-hmm. stuff like that, are you fine with that? I think that, I think, I think that that would probably be okay. Yes. Yeah. I don't know that I want to do a lot of interstate travel with it. That's what I mean. And so, like I said, I really, what I want it for is like, I want to drive it into town, go get fuel. I want to drive it to go get ice cream, like just little shit. And like, as Owen gets older, I want to throw him in the back seat and go and just roll to wherever we're going. Yep. Not necessarily saying that we need to take the interstate, but at the same time, like right now, the way the box is right now, I don't feel that comfortable when I meet oncoming traffic. I'm a little hesitant. Now, 
part of that is not having the seat time. Yeah. So you don't know the feel. But it also just feels loose. But it definitely is loose. Yeah. Like, that's not even in the question. But that's what I mean. Like, my full hydro, (laughs) it's like driving a forklift. It's not loose. The steering wheel might be pointing down by the time you get to where you're going. Can't you get the self-centering? You well, oh, so what it does is it's a. I mean, think of it like a valve. It's going to have some amount of leak inside this valve. Yeah. So it like you can every do it with time a it turns a smidge. If you drive in straight with a forklift, uh-huh. and every like couple seconds you cut the wheel hard left and back straight, left and back straight. Yeah. Eventually, that wheel is going to start working its way left. You're going to still <laughs> keep going straight, but that wheel is going to turn. Yeah. And I mean, mine gets off, but see, that's why I have the spline. Um, oh, steering yeah. So, so if I just, oh, yeah, it's a little crooked, put it back on, done. <laughs> but like, genius. Who fucking cares so if wait, your quick connect off? is is multi is like multi spline. It's not a hex. No, mine's a hex, but That's I have hex. the spline because I want to, it's easier to get on and off. Mm. I just haven't changed it over. Okay. So you have, but it is you hex. Want, I think it's that. like a six side hex right. or something like that. Which now. would be fine. You could get it back close pretty quick. But I mean, yeah, all that gives you is three, aesthetics that your steering wheels right. Up. It's three spokes. Like who cares? Yeah, or two or four, whatever it is. Two. Yeah. Three. Which that one did you buy? Three, I think. I think it's three. Either way, nonetheless, uh, it's definitely. But that's what I mean. I don't this think is, it's this gonna is one be, of the things. Oh, yeah, it's gonna it's be not. predictable. You just might have to give just a little bit more correction to it, mm-hmm. but it's predictable correction. It's like when your suspension unloads on the side of a hill, mm-hmm. and you know it's gonna do it. You're fine with it because you can work with it. It's that unpredictable, like, oh, shit, Mm -hmm. that's the problem. And I think that's where you're at now. Right. But I think the off-road attributes that you're going to gain from having full hydro is going to well outweigh the negatives in your mind. How many guys that are listening to this that have XJs that have gone to full hydro are going to jump on the trail riders page and be like, don't do it. No, do it. Right. Like, no, they're not going to say, I don't think anybody's going to come on and say, don't do it except for Mike. And maybe Derek. you wield the trail riders with essentially an open rear and a front locker. Yep. We had a conversation a while back about front or rear lockers. Oh, and my thing was, if you had to pick an end, I would want the front. Your shit walked over all kinds of shit. Uh, yeah, because the front nothing, was locked. Nothing stopped it. I don't know. Let's do that when I get it fixed. Let's go out and do an obstacle. Go back, flip the lockers. It's like do it first time with the front. Go back, flip it, do it with the rear, and do like a full on test. We have that capability now, and do open open. We yep. can do all of them and see how much advantage it gives you. Now I think I'm at a at a advantage already because of the forties and the flex. Yeah. Like it was dumb watching that thing walk through that little rock thing with the deep crater. You know what I'm talking about? The like the second obstacle guy you guys made me do. Yep. Watching it walk through that. I'm just like, did it even hang a tire? Uh-uh. It stays planted. Do I need any more flex? No. Like it's dumb. It's beautiful. Like, what if I put 14-inch coilovers in the rear and 16s in the front? Perfect. Like, what's it going to do? Nothing. Yep. Like, it'd be dumb. It's already dumb. It's usable. Yes. That's it just the blows key. my mind. Yep. What I want to do is trim out the front inner fenders and mm-hmm. get that out of the way, trim the front bumper a little bit more, and get some bump stops that actually work so that when it's fully flexed and hanging tires on either end, nothing's rubbing. Yeah. That's clear. my goal. It's cleared. Yeah. I want to make it so it's sitting on bump stops and nothing is touching. None of the tires are touching anything. 
Mm-hmm. That's life goal right now. But I think that's the with the steering. I think hydro steering. It's one of those. Yeah. Is it the end all be all of off road steering? Probably. Yeah. yeah. Do you can you make the commitment to do it? I think in your case you can. Yeah, I think at one point it was a it was a price point thing where it's like oh it's a lot of money, but now you have to buy something. Yep. Is it really that big a deal if you wait two months and buy the next level up? Nope. You know what I mean? And I do think there are a lot of situations that I would not recommend somebody to go full hydro because they want to do an excessive amount of like driving interstate driving. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. For him, there's like no question about that. His full hydro setup is perfectly set up for his truck. His hydro assist. That's what I meant. Yeah. Um, Because like, there's no way I would recommend that full hydro is even a bad idea. Like it's such a bad idea. It's not even a good idea kind of a thing for what he does. But I don't think your rig is on, I don't want to say his level, but I don't it's think not, you want to yeah. do that with your rig. At I, least this one anyway. Definitely. Yeah. Not this one. Like you might, you might enjoy that and it might be a, something you're into, but I don't think I you've built this rig to yeah. do that. I don't think the carcass is currently anyway mm-hmm. in its current state. I don't feel like it's the right platform Yeah. Um, for that. I would rather do that in like a JKU. Yeah, some a little build, more creature comfort kind of yeah, a thing. Yeah, and then build it towards that. And like, yeah, something that's not yeah. had the floorboards sheet metal, like quick sheet metaled. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's not a luxurious vehicle anymore. Yep. Like, it could probably be made back to being somewhat luxurious, but I mean, it's just it like. totally could. Yeah. But it's it just, what do you want to do with it? Oh, check this out. <clears throat> so. the Steve s- goes full hydro next week. <laughs> probably not next God, week. Tits. Don't think our. Can you commit to it on the next budget? Week? Maybe. Well, maybe. We'll see what the uh, discussion is on the old trail riders. I'm actually kind of interested because I want to hear, hear some. I've been wanting to post on there about think. it and ask some questions. I just I've got a lot going on. Oh, this is going to start the conversation for you. So, um, I was searching for switch options. This is for your XJ guys. The XJ. I've not messaged these people yet, but I'm going to, and I'm going to see if I can pull some strings. I don't know how much they want to work with me. Like they don't have an Instagram. Okay. So like how much do you really want to grow? They have a Facebook page, but it's like really out of date. Hasn't been updated in like a year or so. Um, but there is a seller on, on eBay and it's called prime four by four. They're out of hurricane Utah and they sell a whole bunch of XJ switch panels that are made from metal and they're coated. You can buy them with the switches without the switches. I was on their about them page. Like they're about us on their website. So I do have a website and I was checking that out and they're like, you know, we built this stuff because we use it and we try to use the highest quality switches that we can. So like the options with switches are kind of steep okay, because of the price of the switches. You're probably paying like 15 bucks. What, a kind, switch. Of, what kind of switch are you buying? So, like, it's a pretty nice, it's a legit switch. Is it a Carling style switch? Yes, Carling. Okay. Like, they're the nicer, yeah. probably the probably the higher quality Carling style. What is style. this, just an on-off, you want a single pole, like, on-off style switch for what? Well, so, okay, so it's not Did the you switch. you say this and I wasn't paying attention? Yes, you run okay. for it. It's not your switch that you're buying. They offer them with switches. Okay. But I don't need switches. I you have need the already. panel? I need the panel. Okay. So, they make these panels for the older... 84 to 96 XJs. Okay. They make one that goes, and if you're a 84 to 96 guy, you know what I'm talking about. The change holder right behind your shifter between your shifter and your e-brake 
you notch out the change holder and this bolt, this plate bolts there. So that's one thing they make. The other one is the cubby in front of the shifter. So that's a three gang that there in the, in the uh, change holders, a three gang. So you get three you switches change though, bro, <laughs> find a new fucking holder. All right. <laughs> you need one switches, of those, not change. I'll get in your one of those uh, cup holder coin things that that's they it. used to throw have it in the glove box. Or throw it. it in the, throw it in the, cup in the center console. It's fine. Where do I put my beer? It's an XJ. There's no cup holders. Oh, they don't have cup holders. In no, you hold your beer. It's a Jeep. It's got to be always hold your beer. I told you that. They go from no cup holders in an XJ God, to having a cappuccino a maker. Cappuccino. Do they really not have a fucking cup holder? <laughs> the XJ came with two. The XJ was optioned with two separate cup holders. One was a was the one bolted in over the e-brake cable okay. and doesn't hold shit. The other one goes next to the shifter on the center console and it kind of like latches in and hooks on mm. and it's good for two pop cans and that's it okay outside of that so you like get that nothing. mcdonald's drink cup would be fucked um i think you could wedge it in huh. but i wouldn't want to get like rowdy well i'll be damn you know what i'm saying i have no cup holders so i was holding my <laughs> red bull and ended up with red bull on my headliner one would think you could make some cup holders um, fucking i'm trying to open up on the red bull and problems right on. I'm trying to open up these pages and, sh- and tell you guys these other switch panels that they make. They make a ton of these switch panels. So in front of the shifter, there's a cubby there that you can put more change and whatever garbage in. But like, do you really need that garbage in there? So when you hit an obstacle, it comes flying out Falls at you. That's over. what always happens. They make a five gang carling switch panel for that. They make one that takes two of the smaller round switches. Yep. And it holds two gauges. So you could do like a trans temp and a um, something else, right? Yeah. There's one that has six, was it six? Yeah, six round switches. So it's just six small round switches. This one has four round switches, a gauge, and two um, 12 volt like cigarette lighter outlets. Two 12 volt power outlets. So like, these are some of the panels that they make. So jump on eBay, type in Prime 4x4, like 4x4, and it'll pull up their page for all the stuff they sell they sell a ton of cool stuff and uh i just i found them on there and i've been looking for some xj panels so i really i just kind of want to share that um i am going to reach out to them and see about maybe helping them get some more traffic through there let's Um, pump it up you know pump pump, one of those things like if you make a good product i'm going to try to help support you if you're looking for it yep but anyway that's some of the cool stuff i'm going to order Oh, another one they make is where the clock is next to the gauge cluster. They make a bunch of pl- uh, panels for that, too. Like one has a gauge and three round switches. One has, I think, four carling. Yeah, one has four carling switches in it. Um, and you can get them with and without the switches. So it's a pretty cool deal. Like, um, yeah, I'm going to order all three. So I'm going to order the four gang carling, I think, up on the uh in the clock in the clock placement okay i'm gonna get the five switch that goes over that one plant the one cubby and then over the change cubby i'm gonna get the three switch and i think the three switch over the kit change cubby is going to be lockers and either voltage or i don't know if i'm going to do a tank or a compressor switch i'm undecided on that 
Okay. But something's going to be there. There'll be two locker switches and something else. I want to add a trans temp gauge. She just said that and I wrote it down on my yeah, paper. I've, got a, I've had a trans temp gauge for years and it's one of my favorite things. Well, somebody asked me, they're like, what's your trans temp? I was like, I don't fucking know. Yeah. I have a probe. Well, it was me. I have a probe in my coolant temp. Like yeah. it's an electronic thing that like right. turns on at a certain temp and turns off when it's below a certain temp. Right. And it works. But I don't know what the fuck it is. I don't know if I should really care what it is in because your, like in which one in, in the on the transmission. Yeah, I feel like you should. Like I worry about mine. Well, the fucking cooler turns on and does things. You have such it. a gnarly cooler; it should be fine. Yeah, I mean it should. Like be, if the but... fan is shutting off, then well, as long as there's not something wrong. Yeah, but uh, yeah, if the fan is cycling, then it's obviously cooling it down. Like it didn't but when run you were, for long. When you were up against a converter playing on that hill, I'm like, you are heating that transmission. Uh, like you're building a lot of heat in that trans. So that's the reason I asked you if you had a gauge. Nope. Yeah. Just got a fan, but I'd put a gauge on it. I mean, why It'd not? It'd be nice know? to know. Some people like there's two different people. There's people that want a gauge for everything. So they know. Yep. And then there's people that's like, nah, it's fine. Um, It'll be there until it isn't. So I'm going to do a little research this week. Let me write this down. Okay. Um, But something I thought about here just now was. It would be kind of neat to do one of those like electronic. You plug it in your OBD2 ports and you have access to all kinds of yeah. different parameters and mm-hmm. shit. Do a, um, oh, what's the what name is of that? it called? Scan gauge. Oh, is that one of the apps? Yeah. The app that I had was Torque. Mm-hmm. The Torque. See, app. like something like that would be kind of neat to yeah. do instead of a trans temp. Now, did you wire in your OBD2 port, your serial port? So yep. you have that. Yep. Okay. So you could easily put a dongle on there and be done with it. Yep. I don't. I don't hate that idea. You can buy a tablet for cheap. Yep. Like you can buy a tablet for low buck. You can mount it in your dash and you can put up a constant power to it. Mm-hmm. And if you set all that up, yeah, you can run that dongle in a tablet. Yeah. And all your gauges right there in real time reading with as long as the computer reads it. Yep. Yep. So that's something I don't know. That's something to think about. Oh, yeah. Do you have my way ticket? Um, no, I gave it back to you and you put it over there somewhere like you put it. It's on the floor right behind you. That it is. <laughs> what, are you, what are you checking? I was going to take a picture of it because oh, okay. I completely forgot to take a there photograph of it. Um, um so yeah, I, I want to do a trans temp gauge because I, I don't know. I would just like to know that. I think you'd so. like to know. Yeah. With, yeah. That's I'm I'm that guy. I want to know what temperatures are. So I'd rather have a gauge for it rather than not. I'd rather just not have a temp gauge and just let it just burp. You're like, oh, be up. It's hot. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Then you ain't gonna worry about it. Yeah. Mine and all my gauges lie to me anyway. So who cares? <laughs> They're all calculated to lie. So do you want to slide in the last call? Yeah. I what are we going to s- talk about in last call outside of what we're drinking? I don't know. Okay. I got some shout outs I want to do. I have to remember them because yet again, I'm not smart enough to remember this stuff. Like I think about it throughout the day coming up to this. And then I forget about it when we get in studio, I go like mind blank. Uh huh. But what I do want to do is open what we're having for last call. Are you ready? Yes. Old elk. It doesn't, doesn't roll off the tongue as well. <laughs> okay. So shout out to one of the other off-road podcasts. 
Uh, that would be Wheelan Wine and Whiskey, Jason and Chris. You guys drink this all the time. Ian and I have always wanted it. I finally had the opportunity to pick it up on sale and had one of our friends pick it up because she worked there and got us a deal on it. So what we have today is the 2018 San Francisco International Spirits Competition Gold Winner. Okay. And it is Old Elk Distillery. It is the blended straight bourbon whiskey. Are you ready for it? Yep. 44% alcohol. Ooh, that's so much more than what we're used to. <laughs> you didn't grab the pint glasses, did you? I grabbed the fucking <laughs> big gulp cups. <laughs> like fucking get and I got the some. highball glasses. Uh, 88 proof. And we're going to give it a shot. Can I, can I ASMR this? Can I Yes. I'm sorry, but I giggled about that in the middle of the beautiful sound. It's so wonderful. God, that was wonderfully awesome. (laughs) Okay, this is the only time that I love these microphones. Yes. All right. I have poured us. What do we have on the swag table over there to give away? Oh, I don't know. What do you got? You gonna give something away? Give, give something away right now? Oh, are you gonna do a weight guess? Yeah. Oh, I love it. Well, what should I give away? So though? wait. So are you gonna? Okay. So you're gonna do it now. I'm just gonna post it now. You're gonna post it now. The so it's Saturday night at almost yep. midnight. Yep. You're gonna post it now, and we'll reveal the winner when the podcast goes live. You have until the podcast goes live, and the so Tuesday at midnight. So you have two days. Yeah. I like it. 48 hours. 48 Post hours it. to guess your weight, but what over there could I give away? A moose. You think that's worthy of a moose knuckle? We got to save those for something good. Uh, let me go see. I took my headphone. Head oh, oh, I'm stuck. Um, what can we give away? You can do. We're going to give the rest of this old elk bourbon away. Oh, no. Whiskey. No not bourbon. No? Okay. Um, we can do a high society shirt, a Ginsburg hat, a Yukon uh, koozie. No, I like that's mine. That's your favorite? Yeah. Um, we'll just throw a koozie in. We don't put one of our koozies in there? Sure. Um, I'm just going to say... We're gonna throw in miscellaneous swag pack. Yeah, a miss, couple stickers. Yeah, a miss swag pack. So you're gonna get. I'm gonna do a high society, high society off road shirt, Ginsburg fab hat, a couple of different random koozies, couple of random two, stickers, two some random total off road podcast stickers, stickers, some other we're stickers. Gonna a, we're gonna throw in a bitch and ass crawler, crawler sticker. sticker, maybe a complete off road sticker. Somebody started cutting this one out. Yeah, I might have got bored. Okay. Steve's got a nice, that's a nice little swag pack. There you go. High Society shirt, Ginsburg Fab hat, Snake Creek koozie, a T.O.P. koozie, two T.O.P. stickers, and a crawler sticker. And a complete sticker. Put a complete off-road sticker up there. Where? They're down on the left oh, there. Yeah. Yep. All right. We'll throw you in. Throw in a complete off-road sticker. Seven. Two. Damn. Dude. I know. Two of those. Let's throw in a. Uh, what else you got? Uh, What do you think? Ginsburg Fab sticker or a Cartec? One of each. Uh, okay. Blue and orange. Okay. Do you want a picture of this too? Yeah, I'm gonna have to. Yeah, just, just 
get you a picture. Oh, I've been so far away. Yeah, but we could hear you. Oh, could we you? We could hear you doing the things. Okay. Just so. set it right there, and I'll get a picture with the with the old whiskey in the background. God, you hooked them up on stickers, oh, bro. Yeah, we're just, you know, just getting it all out there. there Jesus. Go. That's what we have the table for. I know it. God, I don't even know if I can fit all that in one photograph. Okay, so now we're giving it all away. Let me get my headphones back on, and we're ready to jam. Derek says that doesn't work without the microphone. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what to tell you. I don't know. We're going to do this on Facebook well, only. Carry a microphone. Oh, okay. Oh, on Facebook only? Yeah. On the Trail Riders page? On the Trail page? Riders okay. page. If you're not in the Trail Riders page, you can't win. Oh, uh, you've been warned. Well, they're not going to know because they've already announced the dude, winner. Dude, but, yeah. That's okay. Next time. We should do this. We should get more gear. I'm working on it. I'm excited. We're giving we're giving away a high society shirt. I already talked about how much I like giving shit away. You you do say that quite often. I love it. I just run out of shit to give away. Real quick. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we got to gather more things. Um, okay. I want to look up. So we got our whiskey. We have our bourbon, which is bourbon whiskey. We have it here in front of us. Ian's going to get done taking his photo, and then we're both going to give it a shot and try it out. I'm excited to try it out. It's room temperature. Uh, it's been it's now airing out in this glass. Ooh, we don't have any water to cut it with. It's unfortunate. Yeah. What else you know? You get that to post up yet? Almost. Chop, chop, motherfucker. I am looking up to see if there are any... Uh, new reviews. If I can remember how to type, that is. Boo-doop. Here we go. Oh, the numbers are bad. The numbers are so down. Uh, cool. We have, let's see here. Oh my God. <laughs> Who did this? Who is Stadlerk? Don't know what they say. Stadler K. K Stad- Stadler K. Um, hold on, I'm looking through. So there's a few of them on here. I need to see more. I need to. I think there's more of these. We've had quite a few. I'm missing out. Um. Oh man, what is this? So October second. Do you remember what the last one was? We read. Nope. Bro, there's been so many reviews. Make sure if you review the podcast screenshot your review and send me a picture of it that will earn you a black yes. podcast five star sticker um and i will ship that to you if you give me the screenshot and an address i owe a few of them out at the moment and i should get those out this week <laughs> so this one's dirt dooley it's hard okay bear with me my screen is shattered to shit so it's hard to read like part of this. Okay. Because I have to like scroll it up and down. Yep. And it says the best there is. Uh, they're also your Jack stand support group. I've been listening since day one. They will motivate you to get your stuff off Jack stands and to get out and wheel, make you feel like you're sitting and talking to them. So thank you so much for that one. Uh, this one here has the best title probably to date. I'm guessing. Ever. I don't know. It's pretty good. It's from it's from Stadler K or however you say that two dudes in 40s. 
F- fucking hey, I'm not gonna forties. Them extra three inches is expensive, bro. He's talking about when you're aired down. Oh, <laughs> still not cool. Two dudes in forties. I love it. Them sidewalls say forty three. It says great work, y'all. Keep it up. Also, should take a sawzall to my two my twenty twenty Tacoma to fit some sticky forties. <laughs> make make bad life choices, please, dude. <laughs> but like. I feel like on Trail Riders we had this conversation. Like he literally posted about it and chose about doing it. Smells good. Yes. And then the newest one is from MX Gym 4x4. So, and this one is uh, laid back and funny. If you want to listen to an off road podcast that makes you laugh and you can get some good info from, then give these guys a listen. We appreciate it. I'm glad that you guys think we're funny. We're just two chuckle fucks sitting here. Behind some microphones so that you have an easier drive to work. And so yeah. that I don't lose motivation to work on my shitbox. My Republic dumpster needs its love. Accountability for your wheeling rig. <laughs> that's exactly. That's what. Yeah, that's what we really Wheeling are. rig accountability. Okay, so this smells amazing. This is the Old Elk straight bourbon whiskey. Blended straight bourbon whiskey. Are you ready to try it? Yeah. Is it going to make you call? Are you going to shoot this? No. Or are you just going like, to sip it? I'm going to sip it. It's a sipping whiskey. Okay. You ready? I just really want to shoot this because I'm. Well, you can do whatever the fuck you want. It's your drink. I know, but like. I can, there's more here. I, I can shoot that one. I can pour some more piss in. Piss off the purists. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. He just deep throated the glass. Like, fuck yeah, he did. <laughs> hey, it's your drink. You can do with it as you please. The purists, who, who are pure? Who are our whiskey purists? I know they're out there. Um, I think that Jason listens, but I don't know. I'm guessing there's some more whiskey guys that are really about it. About it. This is straight. This is not with any kind of water added to it. We've not put any is ice. Adding in it. water to to whiskey like a you can add, sin. No, you can add a drop of water to open up the flavor. So if you want to sip that, take a little sip, and we'll grab some water and we'll do a drop of water in well, it. Well, that just seems like see if it opens it up a lot. That just Seems ignorantly stupid. Well, I mean, I'm just gonna say it because I'm ignorant and don't know. Yeah, but that sounds like the dumbest shit I've heard all day. It's not. It uh, works. One drop of water. Yes. I know that I was know. a hell of an eye roll for those that can't <laughs> see my face. Like one drop of water, all that does is fuck up my perfectly good liquor. Hmm. That's pretty good. Is it? It really is smooth. That's good. You should try it. Do you swirl it around? Is it like a wine where you like swoosh, you it, swoosh it around? Like do the thing. <laughs> <laughs> Get the smell. Get the full <sighs> smell. Who's on their way to work right now pissed that we're drinking whiskey? <laughs> okay. What do you think? It's not bad. It's not bad. What do you have to compare it to? I don't know. I'm gonna be honest. This is probably the most expensive whiskey I've ever fucking drank because <laughs> I don't know I shit. Am, of, I don't yeah. know shit about bougie, bougie whiskey. Bougie whiskey, it tastes so good. So I don't know what to buy. So I just buy cheap shit, and I'm like, it was good. Mm-hmm. This is not that. I'm trying to think of what the nicest whiskey that I know of that I've had. Hmm. I've had some pretty nice whiskeys. I've drank scotch with Mike, so I know I've had some good scotches. Like some high dollar scotches. 
and those are good. This is not that. What do you think? I'm trying to think. I the would you drink it? Would you mix this with your Coke? No. I mean, <laughs> fuck no. I mean, okay, yeah, it'd be delicious, but that's but sure, like yeah. an insult to the world. Um, that's what I buy my twenty dollar my twenty dollar fist for. Yeah, that's what I mean. Like Jack Daniels, fourteen ninety nine. I don't even know what Jack Daniels costs anymore. I don't either, but like I'm, I'm wanting to say that that's probably some of the nicest bourbon I, or not bourbon whiskey that I've had. I've had like a, a Jack Daniels yeah. or some like bigger name brand mm-hmm. whiskey, mm-hmm. but like I just don't do whiskey that much. Yeah, so I don't. I was on a get bourbon, into the higher end things, right? I was on a bourbon kick for a little while, but it's been a couple of years ago, and I was trying different stuff then. So like, was it Four Roses? Um, I think it's a whiskey. I just love stouts. So I just love stout so much. It's hard to get into liquor. But this is what the barrels come from. I know, but I like that with my beer. Yeah, I do too. That's what I mean. Like, I would rather have a good bourbon barrel aged beer mm-hmm. than a bourbon. Than just a bourbon. Week. Yeah. It's just a sipping bourbon. I know, you but I just. You got any ice cubes left in there? Yeah, there's. Grab, I mean, grab so, you one and stick in that glass. But. So you t- you're telling me that if I put one fucking one, drop of this just, fucking just water, bring down a little bit of ice water, just bring it down and just boop. Here he goes. He's making his way. I want to Who's going this. the left bead, the right bead, the bead, right bead? Oh, <laughs> that's more than a drop, buddy. Well, that didn't work. That's all right. That's all right. That's all right. <laughs> more than a drop won't it won't kill it. A dab will do. A dab will do. It's so hard to get over that it's edge without. Because well, yeah, as soon as it goes it over goes the edge, it's over. <laughs> oh, you got like eight dribbles, but I mean, same concept. We just poured all of the water in the whiskey. Did it change it any? Did it make it more better? You like shot the whole thing that time. The first time you took like a little bitty swig. What do you think? With water added. Yes, no, maybe so. Are you on the fence? I don't like you. Oh, you don't like me? Oh, it worked. Dude. <laughs> like, obviously, it. that was more than a drop. Yeah. But I, honest to God, feel like... It changed the flavor profile. It opened the closet door. <laughs> like, you're in the bedroom, and now you open the so closet it, door, and you're like, wow, this room just got a little bigger. <laughs> so, did it make it smoother, or, like, just the flavor open like up? it opened up the mid-range of the flavor. If that's so how I want more, to word you that. You had more flavor. The the front line, like, that initial taste when it hits your mouth and mm-hmm. that initial mouthfeel was the same. That finish you get with that, like, little tingly in the back of the throat of a good uh-huh. whiskey, that was the same. But I feel like that the, the flavor the in the middle on your tongue gave it that extra, like, you know, like a little punch to it. And I really wanted to call you bullshit on your, like, put some water in it. But, like, Mm. one sip to the next, I do feel like that mid-range was just, like, it lightens it up. It made a big difference. I I completely, well, (laughs) you'd have to rewind it. But I guarantee you I called you a fucking idiot. So it's eight drops. (laughs) Eight drops is the the primo. (laughs) Well, I would love to know more about that. Uh, There is a video. Does it just release the aromatics of the flavors? No, it changes something when you put water in it. So that's why, like, when guys put it on on rocks, they'll do like the spherical 
ice cube yeah and shit like that so it doesn't melt as fast there's a whole bunch of shit to it. i am not a professional so yeah i know that very little break the flavor profile down as yeah, quickly as quickly yep so you still have that good flavor it's not watering it down like i get the concept I but just, it chills it and then it also adds some little bit of water <laughs> something weird about it man i like my tequila shaken over ice Ooh. neat shaken over ice then neat yeah interesting put it in a tumbler how did you learn this trick? I drink a lot of tequila. <laughs> uh, take your tequila, pour it in a shaker yeah. with ice, shake the shit out of it, and then pour it in a glass neat and drink it. I love it. It smooths it out. Yeah. But I ha- it has to do with something with adding just a little bit of water to that. And I mean, it may be the same concept with the add. It just opens that flavor profile up. Yeah. It's something. Yeah. There's definitely something to that whole deal. So riddle me this, Batman. Talk to me. If you are a hardcore whiskey connoisseur and you know we have them in the group yeah but like if that's you mm-hmm. what is your opinion on adding a drop of like does the fucking i don't know what is a fucking whiskey maker like yeah the brewer is that for whiskey is that just beer this uh, the distiller no they have a name the master distiller yeah, that guy does he add a <laughs> drop of whiskey to this and go fuck yeah or is a he just rope yeah yeah, it's a drop of whiskey to his whiskey. I believe that that's or on is the, he just completely repulsed by this and like how fucking no, dare thee? You know, I don't believe from all of the stuff that I've watched, and like I said, it's limited. Yeah, but from what I've watched, the water, the adding a drop of water or you know a little bit of water to your whiskey is a completely like okay thing. That's what I'm interested to know. Yeah. Like, is so that anyway, literally something they do and sample it that way to open up that flavor profile like to make sure Jason, they hit those notes? Because I feel like from my outside limited perspective, if you put that water in there and it opens up that mid-range flavor profile. Yeah. That's going to give you a better opportunity to hit that flavor you're going for. Right. You know, you want that certain mouth. And if you're, feel if you're drinking it neat. Bite. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. You're not mixing that with Coca-Cola. Right. Yeah. So, or like, you know, it's not on the rock. So you're drinking it neat. So you're getting all the flavor. Yeah. I don't know. I just, I don't you know. want to release that flavor because you want to capture that from the beginning to the end and that lingering kind of tingly sensation I in the back like... of your throat. Dude. I got enough problems with beer. I don't need to divulge into fucking whiskey now. I you shouldn't. It's ter- it's dangerous. Anyway, I was watching some videos and I feel like there was a video. It's like I've already watched some of these. I was gonna try to like tell you which video it was. This one's understanding whiskey though, but I don't know. I don't want to hear that. I don't need you to shut the hell up. Just to shut the hell up. Um, yeah, I don't know. Like I said, this one's from the Modern Rogue. I don't know what that is, but it doesn't look like who I'm looking for. There was a video that I watched. I believe it was recommended by Jason and Chris on Wheel and Wine and Whiskey. It was like an hour long or something like, like 45 minute long, but it's like a walk around and they're like doing like tastings and stuff like that. And it was like, it was super cool and like so much information. It was like, it was intense. It was like listening to Jake Berkey. Butter and whiskey. Yeah. It's cool. I enjoyed it. But like I said, I was on kind of like a little like of a when I first started listening to like off-road podcasts, and I started listening to those guys, I'm like, ooh, I should try bourbons. You know what I mean? Yep. Like I had that vibe. So anyway, that's that's our that's our bourbon talk. <laughs> uh editing this is gonna suck because we did not put a pause marker there. I'm gonna have to find it. 
That's all right. It won't be that big a deal. I'll find it. It's like the it's like the one twenty mark. But uh, so you liked it? Was it good? Yeah, it was very good. Yeah. That was a good. Uh, you would drink more of it. Oh yeah, that was mm-hmm. something I could sit around and have a nice cigar and drink that. Oh, that'd be nice. Um, I wanted to get cigars before I came over. And then you know what I thought about? Huh? We said earlier on in the early podcast that. Oh man, I can't wait till it gets warm. We can sit out on the back patio, have like record this podcast and and smoke stogies. And yeah, it's cold now. Yep, we missed that opportunity. Sorry. Doesn't that suck? Does that make you a little bit depressed? You know what that means? What's it mean? We're gonna have to keep doing this shit until it gets this, warm again. Until it gets warm again, you're stuck with us, folks. <laughs> Thanks for coming. Thanks for tuning in. Uh, what's our What's our last call topic? What are we gonna talk about? What are you gonna talk about? Anything? What else? What else you got on the old agenda? <sighs> Nothing. No. Surely there's something. No. You don't talk about anything else. No. Uh huh. Hmm. When's our next wheeling trip? Not for fucking a while. Hopefully. Are you gonna try to get yours done by into the new year? Nope. No. That's not a goal. I don't know. Okay. Um. So like, what if you put it back together and you figure out it's the coils and all that stuff? What do you? Okay, once you get that sorted and she runs like a top again. Yep. And you get your fans put back in. Yep. Or you get fans like proper. You want to hear how this is going to go? Yeah. I want to get my engine figured out. Yep. Coils, plugs, electrical, whatever. Right. Get all that lined out. Yep. Then I'm going to get my cooling figured out. Mm -hmm. Line that out. Yes. Then. Then. You're going to tear the whole thing apart. I'm going to do some gears. Oh, that's a good idea. I'm going to do my gears. Five Mm -hmm. uh, Spools with nine yards. Mm -hmm. Uh, Then. I need to do bump stops. Oh, yeah. Then to do bump stops, I need to cut the rear winch out, move that bar <sighs> and all that forward. Then. But wait, there's more. But wait, there's more. I need to do limit straps. Okay. That's and then. Mm-hmm. Rock sliders. Rock sliders. And then. Halo. Exo cage. Yeah. And then. And then. Cam. And now that's earlier in the list, but I forgot oh, it. Cam. Jesus. You're gonna engine tuning. And then rear steer. Why do I feel like this is about oh god. I know Wait, this you're is doing all of this before my, you go wheeling. Well, again. I don't know. That's how my brain has worked lately. I'm like, well, I need to fix my engine issue, then get my cooling, then do my rear suspension changes, then get my bump stops. Well, then I need limit straps. Um, well, oh yeah, no, then I gotta move the rear winch, and then it's like, mm, yeah, well, rear steer, you know, like it's so a I fucking feel like spiral hole. I thought I was done. Nope. I I feel like you can do limit straps and bump stops without any more. I've literally got another like three XJs to put into this. God, it's so bad. <laughs> you don't own, you don't own the bump stops yet. No. Um, rear steer is way down the road. Like I'm God, joking about the rear steer, but like it's it nice. would be nice. It's a to nice have, idea. But like, yeah, it's somebody down somebody the road. posted a. I a know. 14 bolt for and you. I was like, God, I don't, I don't. <laughs> I just need to fucking somebody Not walk today, out of Satan. the closet and go. Right in their face, like just fucking. Hey, hey fuckhead! Fix the engine, buy gears, go wheeling. That's my plan. I would like cooling issue. I would like you to fix the engine and the cooling issue. Maybe do limit strap and bump stops and go wheeling again. Yeah, just for more R and R. Yep. So like, or like R and D, I guess is. I don't um, think I'm going to be upset by going lower gears anyway. Like, even if it runs fine, I don't think lower gears are going to be like, oh, I really don't want lower gears. Like, what's worst case scenario? You put 538s in it and your high gear is now like your low gear right now. Yeah. Like, I'm that'd be pretty that, cool. Because then you got a low, low, low. Then you got a much lower. Yep. 
You don't have two lows, right? No. no. You just have three. High and low. Two speed. Yeah. And so, like, yeah, you'd have you'd have essentially what you have now, maybe. We could do the math and find out. But, like, but, right now, high gear is, uh, like, worthless. It's not, like... So, if I take on, a big if you swing use it at it... Yeah. yeah, if I take a big swing at it, I've never seen somebody go, man, I've got too much gear. Too low. Too gear. low of a gear? Too low of a gear. Well, maybe for a bouncer, for, but I, like... For go-fast stuff. But let's be honest. How fast are you going to go? I get a bigger boner with crawling. slow rock crawling than I do go-fast stuff because, quite honestly... You can only do go fast stuff, not in competition for a little bit. You yeah, know what I mean? Like, right. I'm not going out doing not KOH style stuff mm-hmm. unless I'm racing something. And that's the thing. Like, I was like, you have built essentially a bouncer. But at the same time, if it has low enough gears, you can use it as a crawler. And right now it just doesn't. Yeah, have that. that's you don't my, have I want to be able to crawl around all day. And oh, by the way, rock bounce up this ledge when I'm bored. Like, I want to be like, hey, XJ guys, watch this shit. And then I think Cam and Tune. And you'll be pushing, what, three and a quarter, yeah. 350 at the flywheel. Yeah, that's my goal. So, which is not a bad number. No. I feel like that in high gear, you'll be able to really rock and roll. Yep. And do some, do, do a little bit of stuff. And then in low gear, you'll be able to have a little more finesse. Yep. That'd be nice. That's my goal. My goal is to sort the rear end, fix the steering, wheeling, get my pickup truck back, wheeling, go wheeling a lot more. Thank you. You go full hydro. So you're hydro yeah. assist right now. Yep. Okay. I'm an assistant. So you need to pump a Ram and an orbital. Yep. At a really affordable price. No guy. <laughs> I thought you were the guy. I am. Uh, we can <laughs> we can complete off road. We can take care of you. Um, I forgot to I forgot to say that this is the the um, last call brought to you by Complete Off Road. Oh, we we do appreciate sponsoring Total Off Road Podcast. Yeah. Last call. Mm-hmm. I can speak for the company mm-hmm. and my mm-hmm. team when I say thank you. Yeah, you're for welcome. allowing us to be a partner of your podcast. Um, <laughs> I can also say you're welcome to that, I suppose. Yeah. Um, I would go surplus center Ram. Okay. I've heard good things. The price is legit. Mm-hmm. And then I would go with a nice Eaton valve for the steering valve. And what do you do for a pump? What's the stock pump on that? What, what style I pump is that? I don't know what it is. <laughs> I don't know these things. The, no, I just no don't know. Ass to the table. I just don't know. Fuck. I'm sorry. Is is it Jeep? Is it a Jeep brand pump? Uh, yeah, it's is factory it, pump. Oh yeah, it's Jeep. What style? Jeep. Jeep style. I don't. I don't know what it's called. It has a style. I just don't know what's called. I know it has a style. <sighs> Why do you hate me? Because you don't know shit. Quit picking on me. You know, knowing mother trucker. Um, I'm just wondering if you can get an aftermarket pump and run the same bracket. Because I'm assuming you should be able to. Where do I find Rams? Holy hell, man! What's her pump? I bet it? a pump's 300 bucks. Yeah, I bet you're probably right. I bet you can get into a full hydro minus hoses for under 800 bucks. Yeah. Yeah. I'm looking on Surplus Center, and I don't know how to work this website because I don't know what I'm looking for. I just want a RAM. You need a cooler. None of this stuff is, says RAM. You got a steering cooler now with your hydro assist? Or no? no. Yeah, you're going to want a cooler. Oh, yeah. Add what? 100 bucks. Why can't I find a... 
a damn what is it a linear actuator is that what i need no that's not it at all doing i'm in i'm at surplus center on their website i'm trying to find a ram i want to see how much it's going to cost for a double-ended ram have you found it yeah i already looked it up okay it's done what'd you find what do you need an eight or ten inch travel eight inches plenty eight inch yep did you win it did you get it yet did you find it dude i'm like a freaking source so like do i buy a psc pump yep i don't want to say it on the internet but i wouldn't (laughs) so what am i buying where do i get my pump from like i can't not i mean how is that budgeted yeah oh really i mean i didn't think it was buy once cry twice is uh yeah buy once cry twice is not oh it's not that bad i thought it was gonna be a lot worse than that uh two inch Two by eight inch and a quarter diameter is probably a little small. Uh, let's see. Inch and a quarter? Yeah, I think at least an inch and a half. I would want it two inch. For 40s? Yeah. That seems huge. Yeah. But you're not going to break it. I got a three quarter inch now, right? No. Yeah. I don't know, dude. I don't know. I forget. I think it's seven eighths. Um, I have found a pump from Hal on Summit. 300 bucks. Two something, yeah. two sixty five. So these Rams are about two hundred and twenty, two hundred and forty bucks. Okay, and then a valve for three. So we're in it for just under a G. Yeah, yeah. That's what if I'm you're going to spend eight fifty on a box, and all you get is a you're box. Love no pump. Hydro steering with front locker, bro. I know. The ad, the benefits outweigh the who's front the lo- who's a front locker. You do. When you have a front locker, not when I'm turning. Well, no, but I mean you have a front locker. But she'll be able to rock crawl locked in sterning. It doesn't matter. Like right now with an assist, it's fine. So I used to have troubles with my steering before because the geometry was all foobard. Uh huh. But ever since I corrected the geometry uh-huh. on the steering, dude, it just steers. It just it just turns. Uh-huh. Except for whatever's causing it to bind when I try to like turn fast. Yeah. I've not I've not fixed that issue yet. I don't know what that issue is. I'm waiting on certain someone. <sighs> do me a favor. Feral. Do me a favor. I want to. I want you to do something. This mm-hmm. is your homework for the week for me. Okay. Um, please remember to do this because I will fucking straight up forget. I'm gonna hold on. Okay. You're right now. Yep. Wasn't it Daryl that switched to a WJ pump and was trying to like sort out his like steering assist bind? Do you remember no, that on the, on the group? Not remember that. Okay. I'm pretty sure it was Daryl. Okay. So. Fuck Here's Darryl. what I would like. Hashtag. <laughs> Shelby just went, yeah! Uh, scared everybody in the cubicles. <laughs> what the fuck's wrong with Why this guy? Why is that guy so shit off? Um, jack the front up, off the ground, yeah. and then try steering it. And then just do the, yeah, see if it'll bind? That's easy enough. See if it happens with a load or without a load. See if that mm. makes a difference. I've not done that. I'm going to guess it because does. Because I'm curious to see if it makes a difference or not. Okay. I'll do that before I tear it down. It's easy enough. Putting things on jack stands is my specialty. Yeah. That's what I'm good at, bro. Um, Obviously. I don't know. If you I had would it, go full hydro. It's for, but that's different for each person. For right. me, that's a done deal. And like I said, I, it's one of those deals where if you buy a matched kit, something that you know all the components are matched together, that it works great. Like the guys are running them off road. Like they run them in the yep. desert at 100 miles an hour. If you can run it at 100 miles an hour, it's fine. You know what I mean? Yep. So legal schmeagle. 
It's just one of those. It's like, a bro. You're it's fucking a safety driving concern. around. Well, I mean, it is. Yeah, but, but like, like combine. Nobody shits a brick when a combine's buzzing down the yep. road. Granted, it's thirty miles an hour, but thirty mile an hour makes makes no difference if it turns Ain't at no the turning. same. Well, no, if it turns, if it all of a sudden messes up, and it turns that combine five feet before the oncoming traffic gets to you, it ma- it doesn't matter how fast the combine's going. You know what I'm saying? Like that combine's gonna squish you. Yep. So like I don't know. Yep. One of those deals. I mean. Yep. Look at it, and it, and it's all a personal thing. I mean, some people that's over the line, and right. I get it, but like. Yeah. Don't I mean? Oh, it's illegal. Well, so is your tires. Yeah. So is your suspension lift. So are your bumper heights. So your everything. No splash guards. Like everything on your truck is illegal. Like you don't have stone guards. What if you yeah. throw a stone through somebody's window? Yep. What if you- you've modified the brakes? Most states yeah. that's illegal. Like yeah, and I get it. You got twenty seven light bars that you run in the daytime. Yeah. Like. It doesn't worry <laughs> me. Everybody's like, oh, if yeah. you blow a hose or blow this. Yeah. What are the odds? I don't know. I work around hydraulic shit all the time, and blown <laughs> hoses are very rare. I was like, when's the last time you saw a hose fail? Usually, it's O-ring on a valve block because of heat. Oh, really? Yeah. All the fucking time. Really? But okay. as far as, like, literal hose hoses Failure. blowing that have not been compromised. Yeah. So, you don't want anything that's been compromised by rubbing, chafing, pinching, like... Or outside, like someone like running over a hose and cutting it or right. something. Like for a hydraulic, a double wall braided hydraulic hose to just blow because it's bored is <laughs> rare as fuck. It's pretty rare. We've blown a few hydraulic hoses on the semis, but it's always when you stunt the pump. Yep. And yeah, max pressure. Yeah. And the hose has always been compromised. Yep. Whether it be weathered and the first layer has got a lot of cracking. Usually what it is, is the outer layer starts to crack and then the braided steel layer, because these are like high pressure hydraulics for the dump trailers. Yep. The braided, once it gets compromised, that's when you start having failures. Yeah. And I mean, and like, they do make single wall check your hydraulic shit. hoses. Yeah. There are hydraulic hoses that are super nice and flexible. Yeah. And only have one layer of stainless braiding. It's also cheaper. So when you see yeah. a lot of cheap ass hose out there, it's probably single wall hose. Right. Well. Any of us can mathematicians can figure out that two's better than one in that application. And double wall hose is perfectly fine. Right. It may cost you a little more. What size hoses are you running? Three eighths steering hoses. Yeah. That'd be nice. I'm running quarters right now. Yeah. Which I think is like the normal for that setup that I'm running. Well, and I mean, I'm not going to be an expert here. Yeah. But I also wonder if a quarter inch hose is causing you a restriction and not getting you enough flow well, that's, to make that sluggish. So I was thinking the same thing, but my RAM from PSC is set for quarter inch fittings. Yeah. So obviously they wanted you to run a quarter inch line. My problem right? with the whole thing is uh, hydro assist is literally just that. It's just an assist. Like yeah. you, you just really need to take the, uh, the hydro out because it's literally like power steering assist. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you you say hydro assist and you assume it's like extra. It's like half hydraulic steering. Well, it kind of is. Well, like you get on trail and you get up against a rock and you need to turn. It just it turns works. It. Oh yeah, I no, mean it, it ain't no full hydro work, but yeah, it but works. it's still it's no. better than regular steering. Oh, by a long shot. I don't know. It's all about your. Pump. I build my shit for the off road because that's where I want to go have fun. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I want to drive my shit to your house. I want to drive it here today. And I think if, if it wasn't broken, I would have plated it already mm-hmm. and I would have drove it here tonight. See, and I personally, 
And that's, yeah. I'm not going to bash anybody for their own opinion, but my personal opinion is I think you're perfectly fine driving a full hydro ring on the road. Mm-hmm. Would I drive it down the interstate? No. Partially because I don't trust the rest of my shit to go down the interstate. <laughs> it's understandable. On non-balanced beadlocks, you know right. what I mean? Yeah. But like, if I'm going to drive down a backcountry road 40-some miles an hour where I'm only by myself, mm-hmm. I don't care. Like, full hydro is perfectly fine. The road's shitty enough that you're not going to yeah. notice it. I want to get, after taking it wheeling this time, I want to get my frame stiffeners put on. Yep. I want to get the new cross member. I learned a lot. I have learned a lot in the past couple months, but one of the biggest things I've learned is that I didn't want my links hanging down. Mm-hmm. I don't drag them anywhere. Yep. So like, is it that big a deal? Not really. Doesn't seem to be. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, there's that nice um, cross member that Andrew's running. Yep. That is, it has everything tucked, which would be nice. It would be nice. And then you can flat belly that thing. Yep. And then, like he was saying, oh, I need to give a quick shout out. Sorry, it took me so long to do this, Andrew. Uh, Andrew Duggar, one of our listeners, mm-hmm. was on another podcast this week. Yeah, I saw that. Did you get you to listen to it? No, no. Project yeah. Tears. Yep. Uh, Project Tears podcast. It's actually a good podcast. Good. They only got like 11 episodes out, but they're pretty cool. They do theirs in the garage, usually in a vehicle. Nice. Yeah, it's a good It's a good feel. Um, It's a nice little like podcast. I like it. But anyway, he was on there and I went and listened to it. And so that was fun to listen to. If you guys got some free time, want to listen to some other podcasts, go check out the Project Tears and listen to Andrew's episode, the latest one. Uh, but uh, I was listening to him talk about that, and he was like, "About that, he was like, he, he's like, I got a flat belly, so if I can't mm. crawl over it, I like can at least slide over, slide it. over it." Mm-hmm. Um, speaking of that, I yeah. noticed I was looking at my shit today while I was ratchet strapping it to the trailer, taking yeah. it to scale. The my front tube, mm-hmm. inch and three quarter, one twenty wall tube on the front axle. That the, trusses the uh-huh. steering. I apparently beat it off something. Hit something on that and actually dented that tube. I was like, boy, I don't remember hitting anything with that that hard, <laughs> but like it's only 120. Shit happens. You got 3,000 pounds with an axle. Yeah. And you were kind of beating on it there towards the end. I love it. What'd you bump into? <laughs> I don't know, but I also noticed that I fucked up the rocker panel on the passenger side. Oh, fucked up the door and the extended cab part on the driver's side. I told you, well, I'm the on. you that Raptor liner. Yeah, man, it's pretty pimp. Did it work out good? Yeah. Oh, shit. It only took it off right there on the door edge. Yeah. But the rest of it, like it scraped it, but like it hung on. It, it didn't like flake or peel off. Huh. I nice. love it. I don't I don't I'm not, my I like make my shit look good. But, like, I ain't afraid to throw some sheet metal on a rock. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I love it. I crushed my rockers big time. Oh, that big rock in the ravine. Yep. That you always go around. Mm-hmm. I was, I had Chris haul me, and I was like, hee, hee, hee. Like, I knew how much flex I had, so I just, like, pulled up on that rock. And he's like, I can do that, too. And I, like, pull off of it and just, <laughs> I knew it was going to, I knew the height. I'm like, oh, yeah, that rocker's going to get trashed. And I come down off of it, and it just crumples it. I love it. I was like, yep. I'm not going to use those rockers anyway, yep. so. I cannot wait to get this rig lined out. Like the longer I go after this wheeling trip, the happier I get. Cause my first initial reaction is like, fuck this thing. Yeah. But once you get that thing dialed but now, in, I keep uh, looking at it and watching it. And I'm like, Oh boy. Yeah. She's a little bit of tuning and dialing in away, away from having a good party. I think get the motor running right to where it feels good. And the tune is good. Mm-hmm. Get the cooling figured out. Go take it for another drive under full power. Yep. Find out how, 
off those gears really are. Because yep. Mike has a good point. He's four tens on thirty eights yep. and a two seventy two low. Mm-hmm. You should be pretty close in low range. Three O gear forty threes and four tens. Mm-hmm. Like you shouldn't be that far off. I don't think it's going to be bad. I don't think it's going to be undrivable. Well, it wasn't dr- undrivable as it was. It just kept no. getting hot. Yeah, and I think that was a huge issue with it. Once yeah. it would get hot, it would just wreck itself. It would just go to shit. Yeah. We're about to hit two hours. Let's get the hell out of here. <laughs> hey, it's 12.06 in the morning. Oh, God. We officially did a two-day podcast. And it's Sunday. <laughs> Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. And thanks for listening. As most of you know already, go check us out on Facebook. We have a page there. We also have the Trail Riders page, Facebook, Total Off-Road Podcast, Trail Riders you can find us on Instagram at total underscore off-road underscore podcast. My personal is low underscore K-E-E underscore X-J and Ian's is off-road underscore Ian. Go check out the website, www.totaloffroadpodcast.com. Go check out the YouTube channel. There's another place you can find us. You can find us on TikTok. Same thing, total underscore off-road underscore podcast. And be sure to check out our partners, Curl Off-Road, Off-Road Anonymous, and Complete Off-Road. Make sure you call either Ian or Chris at Complete Off-Road, 563-583-5363. You should do that. Dude, I swear to God, if somebody calls Complete Off-Road and asks for Ian, Chris's head might explode. That would be pretty good. God, I'd love it. Do that. Another thing to check out I, I hope is somebody does it so bad. Like, <laughs> well, now somebody I, will. I hope so. I'd God, just please. <laughs> uh, I'm begging. You. I'm begging you. <laughs> Another thing we have for you guys is the Morflate. If you're interested in the Morflate inflation device, it is. To- I just used what, mine for the first time. Offered 20. What? Yeah. Yo, you did. Yeah. Offered 20, isn't it? Top. 20 no TLP 20. off-road 20 i'll have to look at that i believe it's off-road 20 is the discount it gives you 20 percent off on the morphlate make sure to pick up one of those if you're interested and you used your morphlate yeah i used it for the first time did yesterday. you absolutely love it dude <laughs> yeah i was like because i have my tires aired down to like is two it, wait, or three psi wait, wait wait what was more like what was more wow the morphlate for the first time or the water in your whiskey the morphlate oh damn oh yeah Oh, damn. Because let's be still. Or let's be honest <laughs> Let's here. be still. We're if supposed it came to be cl- down to booze or wheeling, it would be wheeling. Yeah. Yeah. Somebody if told I me had I had to give some- up all my- alcohol or wheeling, I would. Here's all my booze. Jess told me earlier. I was like, oh, yeah, let's have another. Let's have another little one. And she's like, are you going to give up one of your hobbies? I'm like, what hobbies? I'm going to give up loving <laughs> my wife. Like, <laughs> shit. Yes. Uh, she uh, she was like, she said that and she's like. I was like, well, I'm not giving up off-road. We've monetized wheeling, so it's not a hobby. It's now a business. Right. Yeah. Ish. Yeah. I don't know if you'd call it monetized. It's just a losing business. <laughs> it's still a business. There's money coming in. It's just going yeah, out faster. It's going out faster, but it's still a business. <laughs> um, I used the Morphlate for the first time. I was yeah. airing up my tires from about 2 to 3 PSI. Um, I didn't really want them to leave them that low because I don't want them to flat spot. Right, yeah. Um, and I don't plan on driving it for a while. Mm-hmm. So I was going to air them up to like 15, 20 PSI, get a little shape to them and hold their shape. Um, and I was like standing there. I'm like, well, this is fucking stupid. I have a tool for this. So I yeah. went and grabbed it, hooked that thing up. And I'm like, God, this thing kind of takes a minute or two to like get it out of the bag, string it over uh-huh. there, hook each locking chuck on, which uh-huh. by the way, those are fucking sweet. Yeah. And I'm like, that's eh, kind of annoying. Yeah. 
And I was and like, it's it kind up. of annoying. So then I'm standing there. I put the digital gauge on and I'm airing it up. And then I'm like, and then I shut the valve to start seeing what it's like up to. And I'm like, oh, it's up to 12 PSI. And that was like two minutes. Mm-hmm. I didn't think it was two minutes. It felt like two minutes. It's probably yeah. 30 seconds. <laughs> uh, so I kicked the valve up a little bit more to about 17. And then it slowly dropped down and evened out right around that 15, 14, 5, 15. Yeah. And I was like, all right, I'll shut the fuck up because the time it took to set it up was yeah. saved on the back end. Yeah. And I having to air it up, check it, air it up, check it. Yep. And then everyone is exactly the same. Done. Because then I took my digital gauge that came with my Morflate and mm-hmm. I checked each tire and it was dead tits on the same. Oh, yeah. Now, so, fu- fucking A. I forgot to mention, I did air up my, I aired up low key using the uh onboard air from five psi up to 28 how'd it work pretty good it took some time <laughs> but like it's not fast by any means what do you mean by like five minutes no like Ten, five times that really 25 minutes five, what did you pressure wise to what what to what from like five it was five in the rear seven and a half in the front when i started okay so like effectively six ish you need to drop them psis boy why Go down lower than seven that? and a half in the front. <laughs> Seemed to work fine. Should be at like three or four. Man. I could be. I don't know. Need to I be. haven't done it yet. Um, but I did that and I aired it up. I actually stopped. I stopped midway through to let the compressor cool down because it's like after like fourteen minutes, fifteen minutes of running, What's I was the like, duty well, cycle on that bad hundo, boy? hundo at a hundred. So it didn't care, but like, but the doesn't. the line was one hundred and fifty degrees. And I was like, I'll let it cool down. Hmm. Like it's in the fuel tank. I'm like, how hot do I want it? Burn that motherfucker. <laughs> I was standing next to it. <laughs> that's got, a bomb I don't want to see. You got legs, bro. Yeah. Right. Right. yeah. Um, awesome. But it worked. Yeah. No, yeah. Definitely. It aired right up. Like, if, But if you were like packing your stuff up to go, 25 minutes isn't. Yeah. It's not bad at all. Bad, yeah. Nope. I mean, it's not fast. It's not a CO2 tank, but I'm not really in it for that. Yeah. It has the capabilities. I don't drive it to the trail. Uh-huh. If I drove to the trail, different story. But I don't. Yeah, more often than not, you're going to be airing up a tire. Yeah. Which should take no time at all. But they don't lose any pressure, really, so I'm good. Yeah, until you mm-hmm. burp a bead or something like that, or have to reseal. I told bead. you I sealed the rear beads with... with bead sealer. Bead sealer. <laughs> not bead sealer. I used uh, right... Not right stuff? No, I used Permatex Black. Yeah. Sealed. Yep. That's probably not going to come off very easy. That's fine. Don't need it to come off. <laughs> 42s, man. They're going to be up in your fender well. I thought we were getting out of here. Let's go. <laughs> TotalOffRoadPodcast.com. Go check it out. And we'll catch you on the trail. Bye.